0: Sean has told me to say Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. This is the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast, or whatever other bump you would like to believe in at Christmas time. Anyway, my <laughs> name is Victor Marland. Welcome to the Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. And on my left, right, up, down, or wherever you want to put him, is Sean
1: Holly.
0: Hello, Hello Mr. Sean Holly. It. How are it's you?
1: Another, I'm all right. It's another beautiful day on planet Earth. Isn't, isn't, it,
0: isn't it just. We yes. can't do anything because there's a new strain of the virus that everyone's getting, yes. and it's not great. So we've all been inside, hopefully, playing games and having a good time. Well, for the last month, Mr. Sean Holley, yes. we have been having a great time playing the podcast game, haven't we? We certainly have. We certainly have. Yes. Anyway, before we get to that, that'll be probably at the end of the show, and we have lots of things to say about it. But before we talk about those kind of things, let's talk about what we've been up to in the past month. So. One thing I did is Paul Davies, uh, Paul Davies ex Retro Asylum, he has brought an old cab of mine which was sold to someone around my area. And uh, he asked me if he could drop it off when he picks it up for me to have a quick shufty over it for a little health check because uh, it's been out of my hands for a few years now. And the old Dell PC inside it had failed. Of course, it's a Windows PC, it failed and died. Drive wasn't booting, it was booting to a blue screen of death actually in the end. Mm. And the cap on the motherboard had leaked. You could see it. Um, it was right near the BIOS battery. And even though I changed the BIOS battery in it, trying to bring it back to life, it kept reporting it was a failed battery. So there's something wrong with the motherboard. So I told Paul, just forget it. Get rid of it. You know, Don't worry. It's an old PC. And it's a load of old junk. And he's bought a ready-to-run PC with groovy Mame on it and track mode from Rich Gregory, who's come through for us again and oh, we nice it when he came round with it with his mask on and everything we were all socially distanced and everything in my garage I was very very careful with everything and I do take that seriously and so does he it, we put it we put the machine in there it fired up straight away ran games not a problem i even soldered in the audio tap for him cuz it's got a little um, audio amplifier in there that needed soldering in and pulled it would have a clue to do it so i did it for him took 2 minutes and we're playing games on it absolutely brilliant and he's really enjoying it he has got it uh, situated in his little game Cave at home, and he's loving it, he's really enjoying it. So, that's another one we've infected Sean with the arcade bug. Yes, Dean Swain was one of the first ones, and now he's another one. They've both got cabs, brilliant! Yeah, and this cab, I think it would. um, I think the, the cab had or the PC had gone wrong because the previous owner was just turning it off, I think, and it was one of those where you couldn't really turn it off. We had to sort of power it down, probably like a PC, and I think it's got corrupt, and it just went wrong. So no. Now he's got Rich Chunks in his PC set up in there. It won't ever go wrong, because when you power that thing off, it's got a, a setting on the, the C drive, so it doesn't write anything to it, so it can't corrupt the drive when you turn it off, So everything's mm. uh, on another drive, which is a really good idea of Rich's in the first place. That's what I've got in mine. Yes, and mine. Both my ponies have got that in as well. Yeah, Marvellous. Marvellous, marvellous, darling. Well, I, what I did do for the cab is it had been sat somewhere in the elements, like in a shed or something, I think, because one side of the cab had blown out a little bit so that the wood had got a bit thicker on one side. It wasn't terminal. wasn't too bad. And everything else was sound on it. But what happened is the T-mold had come out a little bit on one side. So what I did is I glued it back in for him with some hot glue and sort of held it in there, sorted all that out. And also some of the, the leaf switch uh, – sorry, the micro switch buttons in it, like not standard um, – suzo buttons in it were getting a bit stuck so what i did is i changed some of the springs inside of it or the micro switches on that on the back of them and they feel a lot nicer now and i think they're more much more responsive so that's all i had to do with it really so it's pretty good i'm more responsive when you press my buttons Vic. yeah when you've got different springs installed
1: yeah much yeah. more
0: responsive holly like softer a, like springs with
1: it like a whip it
0: yes like a dead whip it oh, yeah yeah enjoy the christmas spirit everyone <laughs> 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 also, I've been going back. Now I'm, I'm off work. Now I finished on Friday, which was the 18th, I think. So I've got they made made us take some work, uh, time off work, which I'm actually glad of. I don't mind that at all. So I've mm-hmm. been doing various things uh, with the the joysticks I make. I made a, made and dumped a bunch of those out because all the buttons came in. I've managed to finish all those off. I've dumped loads of those out. Hopefully, people will be getting them before Christmas. Some won't because of the the restrictions on postage we've had in the UK recently. We're not allowed to send anything. Uh, international at the moment did you see that on the news no yeah you can't not, send not anything international posting. at the moment there's a, there's because i sent them out that morning i think it's monday morning and monday afternoon not allowed to send any more international stuff out so whether it's to do with the brexit thingy or, or they've got a problem i don't know but there was even when i took one down the other day to go to the uk which is still fine there was a notice in there saying no more internationals until uh, until the future until they know when they're going to do it again so I presume that's something to do with the Brexit thing going on. We still don't... I don't know what's going to go on with postage to Europe at the moment. I've no idea. Well, it's going to be more money. It's going to be restrictions. You're going to have to put different paperwork on it. I presume you're going to have to put you know, disclaimers, what's in the box and all that sort of stuff. It's going to be a right pain in the backside. Mm. But what i was saying is, I've gone back to some inf- unfinished projects. Um, still waiting on a bunch of uh, more buttons to come to finish a lot more Vectrex stuff off. I've bought more buttons again. That's all I do nowadays is buy buttons. That's all I ever do. But I managed to... The boxes I use, those slope boxes for the Vectrex controllers and the other controllers I make, I have managed to find a slightly longer one. It's, it's wider, so you get more stuff yeah. in it. So what I've done is I've done a, uh, a Pi 3A+, plus, which is the very small Pi 3, but it's about, it's about twice the, the floor space of a Pi 0. They're quite small, but they're as powerful as Pi 3. So what I've done is I've ran one of those into one of these slightly bigger boxes, and I've got all the wires inside... That go into panel mount connectors on the outside of the, of the box, the back of the box, so you can just plug in HDMI in the back, power in the back, and you've got a USB slots free in the back, and everything works on it to play. I've got RetroPie on there at the moment, so it plays loads of um, arcade games as well as console stuff.
2: Because mm, the Pi three
0: A plus, this is what we, were talking, we were talking about Linux earlier before we started recording. The Pi three A plus is supposed to be exactly the same as the three B, the standard three B, but there is it isn't because rich gregory's pi jammer thingy which is the the build he made which uses advance main yeah which is a really good ver- and it uses a track mode it's just for the arcade stuff it doesn't run on it but it runs on a 3b absolutely fine they must have changed something very slightly that his build doesn't look into and i think he's going to look into it for me because he said he's got a pi 3a plus himself so hopefully he'll do that and i'll put that on there because i much prefer his a track mode build than anything else because retro pi takes a little bit long time to load and stuff and it's got Stuff on there I don't really want, but this new joystick has got three uh, OBSF thirty you and know, full size buttons on it, and it's got two little buttons in the middle, like you know, start buttons. It's like one and two start buttons. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a little tiny arcade control panel, and it's got everything in it. Just plug it into the TV and off you go. I could sort of take this to a hotel with me if I could, if I could actually travel anywhere, plug it in the hotel TV and play games on it. It's oh, USB, that's good. it's really good. It's a nice little bit. It was such a bind getting everything inside it because you have to buy like quite small, like, you know, 15-centimetre cables to fit inside so they don't call cool around too big. And I had to find, like, a sort of flat-ribbon kind of HDMI cable to get it all in there. And it's a real – you've got to really squash the lid down to get everything in it. But I managed to yes. do it. I should try using slightly bigger boxes. but I'm trying to get them as small as possible, but it does get a bit of a pain when you're doing it that small. But I also managed to – you know the GPIO pins on a Pi, which is the little mm-hmm. – the little pointy things, Sean. You know, the little black and silver pointy things on the back of it? General general people in orange. In, I thought it was in orifices then. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't, no. do, that. Don't, do, that. Don't do that, people. Uh, general general is input-output, something like that. Something it? general, yeah, input-output. That's what it is. My goodness. General purpose input-output. So instead of using, like, a, um, a USB pad hack or a... Um, what's it called, uh, a zero-delay interface to interface the controls mm. to the Pi. You can use a little program, which I, I got using Linux, actually. I actually managed to apt-get apt or whatever it is to get the, the program in, and it runs in the background. But what it does is it, it tells the Pi that anything that's connected to the GPIO pins to use as a joystick. So it makes out your GPIO to be a joystick. And it works a treat. Yeah. So thanks, Rich Gregory, for that again. He's such a helpful lad. Brilliant. Mm. So that thing is just about ready. I've got one more. I've got cable to come today. I'm gonna to put it all together and just start playing games on it. I need to make an overlay for it in the future, which I'll do sort of later on. Get um, arcade art shop to do that for me. So it's really good. Uh, what else have been doing? Lots. Of, I'm always building joysticks, messing around. I love building those things. They're great. So I've been doing the designs for those as well.
1: Yeah, that that Pico Eight one's really good. I like that one.
0: Yes, people do like that one. Uh, some more games come out on Pico Eight later. Have you seen Poom yet? <laughs> Which is its version of Doom? Oh, <laughs> Is it? It's oh, well. so so good. I cannot believe someone's done that in eight bit in such a, you know, a, a low cut down version of it. It's really clever though. So oh, what have you been up good. to, son?
1: Well, because i have been locked down since November, really. Mm. I've uh, we've been going for a few walks in the countryside, me and WAF, yep. Lots of lots of gaming on the evercade. I've, I've, I've been trying to play oh. some RPGs because I think I said last time my pad control is rocket not...
0: propelled grenades yeah or or role playing games role playing games ah that one yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah first one sound better
0: you're not really a it... role person role playing game personally like myself i do like i like the rpg of them yeah i do but i i cannot abide turn based tactics or turn based fighting games if it's an action rpg like landstalker on the on the mega drive and games, I absolutely, absolutely adored that game. And there is a version, a later version on the Saturn, which I'm going to play as well, which I have actually got now. Um, and I'm going to play that over the Christmas period as well. But RPGs where you sort of got action-based fights and you've got puzzles and things to you know, build up your character, I quite like those. They're quite up my street.
1: Yeah, it's the grinding bit that I didn't like. I got bored of it again. I tried a couple of them. But yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't mind the, the turn-based thing. No, I really don't got, like
0: that. I can't deal with it. You've got to, like,
1: you get more armor, so you've got to swap the armor, and you're looking for spells, and you're mm. gradually leveling up. And I'm, nah, I'm falling asleep. Oh, I tried. I'm, I'm falling, falling asleep. I tried. And also, I've been listening to lots of music. Dub techno. Have you heard a dub techno, Vic? I know, and I never will. Yeah, it's, like, re, it's like quite relaxing techno. Oh, like, no. How can you relax all... the... No, it's not like that. It's all chill. It's a little echoey and reverb and spacious. <laughs> 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 it so
0: sounds like a on. really slow brass band or
2: something.
1: <laughs> so I've put that on while playing games. Ooh. and. I've been watching lots of TV movies, more than ever, really. Movies on TV, not TV movies. On Netflix and Amazon and all them, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. That's all you can do at the moment, though, isn't it, really?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We were going out for a bit, and then things have changed, because there's a new strain of this virus, which is much more uh, dangerous. So be a bit careful, kids. Be careful out there. Wear your masks, all that lot. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, we got some got some news. <laughs> oh, I've got some news. Apart from what else we've been yeah. doing and stuff, but I have been playing a lot, a lot of our featured game. I have tons. Mm. Absolutely, honestly,
1: one day you're not going to believe this. One day I played it for nine hours. <laughs> I bet you were fun that day to the rest of the family. I uh, did. Sean,
0: playing that silly mouse
1: game? Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> I could. And then like, I've been playing it two or three hours every day.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't. Just so I don't. Addictive. I haven't got that much time to play it. I know you've been off, you know, been furloughed again, but I've not had that much time to play it. But I did have a good few hours one day because um, we got something to say about about you know the game and the ROMs a little bit later on, and it's enabled me to play it for a lot longer. So we'll talk about that later. Um, hmm. But yeah, we got a bit of news as well coming through from the uh, the old arcade, and on the last show we mentioned that Sega, you know, we're just using you know old ip and you know, creating stuff that's been done before all this stuff it's not true is it
1: no no they've done a lot of lot more stuff that's going on now and i've linked to a link which is linkified and yeah. you can In the check linkage the,
0: page on the links and the you links. can check the link and it's a wikipedia
1: Ooh, they're doing that's loads a, of a stuff new thing it. isn't it yeah loads of stuff look at that look at that one yeah wow that of one things. there and that one Look at look along with us, kids. Look at that one and that one and that one. We forgot all the Naomi stuff. There's tons of Naomi stuff.
0: Oh god, yeah, yeah, and the Dreamcast. Yeah, we, along with the Dreamcast. And also, the Thomas Wave, that's got the same roughly the same arcade hardware as the Naomi and the Dreamcast. So it's very, very similar. Yeah, initial D's, they're Sega. Of course they are. Of course they Duh, are. And you like those, don't you? Down. Yeah,
1: Guilty Gear, that's Sega.
0: Also, a little word about Atomus Wave. You know the last time we spoke, someone had done um a, a proper conversion of Thomas Wave stuff for the Dreamcast, and I've got some mm. on my um, GDMU. I think they've done just about all the Thomas Wave games. Now, once it was done and the drivers are <laughs> done for it, I think the other games are easy to do. So, all the rest of them have been done now as well. Right. Cool. Do you know
1: what I've just done then? What have
0: you just done? You knocked
1: something over. Did you hear a big ping? Yeah. I've lifted up my glass of water and my beer mat had stuck underneath it. It's a glass mat and it's gone ping and landed in the bin. Uh oh. <laughs> Slam dunk! I'm going, I'm going to use a, gla- a not a glass, what are they called? Cardboard. Be mat. that now.
2: These guys are pros.
0: Are you sure you know what you're doing there, Sean? Uh, not too are you sure. You've just woken the... up about four seconds ago or something. I'm never unsure. Never unsure sure what's going on. I'm just kind of winging it. Yeah, well, that's how we do it. Other yeah. news, other news. Uh, it's, well, it should please with this, but it doesn't really. Bust the Move Frenzy which is Puzzle Bubble for everyone else in the world. It's coming mm. from Raw Thrills. But with the Raw Thrills thing, they've had to make a big cabinet with a 10-foot screen on it, and you've got big guns to pop the balloons and everything. And I looked at the video, and the graphics are really boring. They're, they're not very well done. I think it's because it's on an LED screen, but you think they'd be better than that? The original oh, is miles, oh. miles better, I reckon. There's very flat colours on this new thing, and I bet getting accurate shots with your balloons and angles would be difficult with those silly big gun controller thingies they're using on there. It's the same kind of thing as they have in the Space Invaders frenzy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, massive. That's, that's quite fun
0: to play. I played it a couple of times. Yeah. You'd, think
1: it'd be, you'd think it'd be right easy being Space Invaders, but it's not. It gets ridiculously fast very quick.
0: Yeah, they want to get your money and spew a few tickets out and get you on your way. But those big yeah. screens, those big LED screens that come in, like, four or five parts are like, ten foot tall, they do a, a Gallagher and a Pac-Man on there. And the Pac-Man you can play mm. against someone else at the same time. That's a lot of fun. I really like that one. But with Puzzle Bubble, they, they've they done it. And I think that whether it's just because of the LED screen, I don't know. But the graphics are really boring. It's not very well shaded, and they just look really dull. And I don't think... Because that game is quite accurate. You need to get your angled shots quite good to get your you know balloons popped at the right angle and stuff. And I just don't think it worked very well with them silly big gun things. It's just going to be sort of a shooty-shooty quick and then get off and... On your way, which I'm not yeah. too keen on myself. Depends if you're right
1: close to the screen, because some of them have that like extended platform, don't they? Yeah, because like,
0: you're so far a, away a, from the screen. Yeah, you need to. Plinth.
1: If, you, if you're quite away away, it'd be good. I've seen one. One arcade with, the, with one of the world's biggest Pac-Mans, and the, and the plinth thing was right close to the screen. Oh, right,
2: so you couldn't see you're the like, bottom of the screen.
1: <laughs> you are like, craning your neck, like one of them uh, birdie things, crane, is it? And
2: yeah. then looking up at it. Birdie things, another item to go in the Sean Holly Dictionary. Ooh,
0: stupid, stupid operator. That is daft, isn't it? Daft. Here's something else that was quite good I noticed on uh, Twitter, and it is actually... Uh, to do with what we were talking about on the last podcast, we had a bit. I had a bit of a sort of moan about LCD screen things on the last podcast, where you know mm-hmm. these new manufacturers and also the DIY builders, you know, selling stuff on eBay, they do so-called arcade cabinets and bar tops and all this sort of stuff, but they're very very skinny and they've got these little LCDs, and they never, they they just put the LCD on there and that's it. And it's all bright and flat and you know sixteen nine whatever and they don't try and make it look like an arcade screen which is like a CRT screen there's like someone on on twitter with an absolutely fantastic twitter handle called jam hamster i like that a lot so jam hamster has been making curved lcd screens so what he's done is he's made this beautiful it looks like a sort of an alarm clock he's he's manufactured it out of metal it's like um he must be it's like a fabricator or something and it's got a little screen in the middle lcd screen But what he's done is he's made a perspex curved lens to go over it and what he was doing i was following his progress in it he took about 25 different goes to do it because he was doing different things what you have to do is you when you make a curved lens you obviously have to you have to grind it and you know um sand it as a curved he did it on a sort of wheel on a curved like a curved wheel spinning it on a belt sander so it's quite a, a difficult sort of setup to do and obviously he polished it back to getting all the scratches out of it so it's you know perfectly see-through and then he's, he's bonded it onto the lcd flat screen because what he was saying i was talking him about saying why did you bond it you don't just you put it on there and you know put some glue around the outside to hold it on he said no what you've got to do is the screen's got to be bonded onto it so the image is pushed out to the side of the lens so you get the sort of curved like a curved crt screen and it's got wow. a really, really nice effect to it. I'll try and link to the tweets on the podcast show notes. so Everyone can look at it. But the guy is a genius for trying it out and making it work. And what I've done is I took his example. I got some perspex. I bought some perspex, some eight mil thick perspex. And I'm actually at work on my CNC machine. I CNC'd a curved domed screen, but I've yet to polish mine. I need to polish. It's quite a good finish on it, but you can't perfectly see through it. What I need hmm. to do is, is polish it back, and I've made it for my little Neo Geo pocket, uh, Neo Geo Mini, because that's quite a small screen. I measured the screen on that and just did it for that, just to try it out, really. And he bonded it with, I can't remember the name of the stuff now, but it kept cracking and like breaking and you know ruining bits he made. And he got about 25 tries at it, and in the end, he got it right. He used the right amount of this stuff. And what it does is it, it bonds it to the screen, but it dries absolutely clear. You can see through it perfectly, and it's a really beautiful thing he's made. It's really, really nice, it's really cool. I'll put a link on there for him to look at. They're so good. But if what I was saying to him is, I said to him as well, seriously, you should patent this idea because what you could do, or what certain manufacturers could do, say like the, the one up manufacturers or the people who make the little minis, is they could get larger lenses made. Obviously, they're getting poured. Into a mould rather than machine itself, because that takes forever and it'd costs a fortune. But they can actually make lenses to go over LCD screens to make them look like CRTs. Mm. That would really enhance one of those machines, I think. It's, I know nowadays you can't use CRTs, because I don't think you're allowed to make them anymore because of environmental concerns. But if you can try and make an LCD look like an old school CRT from the arcade, it's halfway there to making it look more authentic. And I think it'd be a really good idea if someone could manufacture these. It'd be brilliant. Yeah, it'll be good, though. It'll be nice, yeah. Because it does have that little effect where it curves it around the outside of the screen. It looks really cool. And if you've got a scan line generator or software scan, uh, generated scan lines in it, brilliant. We like it. Ooh, that is
1: something to look out for. Yeah. All right, got some good news followed by some bad news. Uh-oh. The good news is oh, yeah. the, the guy I interviewed last time, Zach Weddington. Yep. His Arcade Dreams Kickstarter is a go, so he's going to make that film. Hopefully out sometime next year or year after, I think he said. Yep. So that's awesome. He smashed his target. Smashed it. Looking forward to that. Mm. Smash it with your fists. Well, then YouTube people say like and smash the button. Like and subscribe and smash that like button or something like that. You don't want to smash a button. No, you don't. You break it. Don't smash Mm. a button in my arcade. You get chucked out. No you chance. can just click it click it gently. Yeah. So like and click your button gently.
0: Yeah, no, caress that, that button. Don't be smashing it. Don't start to buttons have got feelings too. To.
1: They do. They, they are quite mm. feeling. My button's are quite feeling. Anyway, the bad news is Pixel Blast is closing. You know, we <laughs> went last year. Well, no, actually, this year before now, isn't it?
0: This is really solemn news. We went to Pixel Blast in Chicago last time we were there, a few years ago. Absolutely gorgeous place. Really nice mm. machines. The owner, the owners, sorry, absolutely lovely people. Made us feel really at home. It's like a sort of, it was like a uh, a family run business, and it was just brilliant. It was such a gorgeous arcade, and it was really really good. People were enjoying themselves in there. We had a great time. Absolutely loved it. And I think the pandemic with the you know the shutdowns in America and stuff. Has killed it off. It's really so. I hope, hope, hope from the bottom of my heart, they can put their machines in storage and maybe, you know, give the building back and so. And maybe in the future be able to hire somewhere else and open again. I'd love to see them again. Really would. Mm. Such so a lovely little thing. place, wasn't it? It was so gorgeous.
1: A yeah, really cool. Nice place. little vibe in there. Not not small. I
0: think there's about a hundred cabs. But it yeah, was... it was really sprawling. It was like one level, but it was quite. You sort of go around the corner. You go, oh, there's more cabs here. And there's more cabs here. And there were such. Well maintained cabinets as well because they had those, yeah, they um, play. some nice pinballs in there. They had those, um, like shuffle puck games, you know, the ones where you put the tiny wax beads on and you, you fire a puck across and you like it's like a sort of bowling game. I mm. enjoyed playing that there. And there's not many of them, stuff. they're old, they're kind of old, um, mechanical games, but it was really nicely looked after. It was gorgeous, yeah, really good mm. place. So that's really, really sad. We hope they come back in the future, we really do.
1: Yeah, best of luck. I hope they do sort of sort it out. Yeah, Bad. same here. There's a new pinball company, right? Ooh. Called something. They're called something. They have a name, which I've written Root. down. But... Oh, is it? Deep yeah. Root Pinball. Deep Root. And their pinball has got a pin bar, a right? Pin which bar. is a touch screen at the base of the unit where the metal base plate normally is. You know, you've got your flippers. Yeah. And above that, you've got the base plate, which really holds the glass on, kind yes. of thing.
0: Is that called the apron? But... It might be called a metal bar. Yeah, it might be a metal bar. Go on. And
1: it's got, a, it's got a touch screen. So it allows you to like access different modes and different things. and.
0: That's far things. too much for our brains, though, isn't it, Sean? Because we don't know yeah. what we're doing on pinballs anyway. So adding a touch bar would be nonsense to us. It's just something else to distract us while the ball goes in the middle.
1: Yeah, but it could be the future pinball, that It's touch really ball. good
0: for people who play pinball. Who like pinball. It gives you more options and more play... Uh, play things. I th- I yeah, think that's what li- pinball people call it. Play, play things. things. Let's call them there's features. Li- Let's call them features. There's a link in the
1: no-shows. If you want to have a look at that, yeah, yeah, a of quite stuff. interesting. That. Mm. quite interesting. Love. Next one. Next one. Sega Sammy arcade cab is in the works. Wow, Sega new arcade cab. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, when well, but... it. It's one of them monstrous, huge mobile phone game things. It looks like with touchscreen controls, mm. and then we find out it's a kind of, it's a kind of a thing for gambling, like slots kind of thing. It's not even a game.
0: Yeah, Sega Sammy because Sa- uh, Sammy, the company, owns Sega, and then obviously yeah. own all the holdings that Sega own as well. So, in Japan and I think a lot of the, the um, a lot of Asia, they have a lot of betting places. You know, the pachinko and. Pash is slow and all that sort of stuff and betting games, which is obviously big in Asia. And this thing is it's a forty nine inch vertical screen. So it's an upright screen. And at the top of it it's got a twenty seven inch horizontal screen for a topper. So you can put, you know, different game names and stuff over it. And it'd be like playing an arcade game on the twenty you know, the two thousand and one monoliths at the start of the film. Those big black things just go, Oh it's just, it's just huge and when you look down mm-hmm. onto it, I watched the video, there's no mechanical controls. So it's, all, it's a touchscreen table you work at as well. But it's also got... This thing. really annoyed me, this bit. It's got a stupid touchscreen right there, and it's got a wireless phone charger. Why does everything have to have a bloody phone, be phone-oriented <laughs> nowadays? Everything has to do with a phone. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Smartphones are brilliant. They're really handy, right? You know, I couldn't do without mine, I got to use it for loads of things. But when you go to the arcade to play a game, why do you need to charge your phone? Do that at home on your bedside table before you go to bed. It's just it's just annoying. You know, it's one of these things that look, kids, we've got you can charge your phone while you're betting money and gambling. Oh god, I hate it. it annoys me.
2: Okay boomer.
1: If I could if I could count the amount of times that customers come to the bar at arcade club and say, Oh, can have you got a phone charger? I if I had a pound for every time someone said that, i probably have about... 18 quid. 60 pound.
0: Yeah, I mean... That's in two years, though. It's like... It's your problem. Deal with it. Do it before you come out. Or buy a new phone if your battery's not. Or buy a new battery. Just... Oh, God. It's painful, isn't it? It's painful.
1: Oh, we always we always charge it up for them. If I'm, the Arca-
0: if I'm at the arcade club, the last thing I'm doing is looking at my phone. I mean, it's usually on silent in my pocket anyway, because it's you know, for work and stuff. Um. Unless I'm just going to phone, you know, home or whatever, make sure everything's okay, you know, check in. I don't use my phone at all. Why would I use my phone? I'm playing games until my mates are going to say, I'm being sociable. I don't need a flipping phone. I mean, they are handy for a lot of stuff, but not when you're having fun with your mates. Absolutely not. Leave it. Yeah. It's one of those things that bothers me, you know, when people like, you go to like a really classy restaurant, which I haven't been through for a long time, and you see people like in these quite expensive, you know, quite. High-class restaurants with phones on the table. Like, you're eating world-class food here, and you're with your loved ones and friends. Why do you need that screen on the table? It's it's, it's beyond me. It really is. I don't know. It's just yeah. It's, it's the modern age, and it people
1: cannot stop looking at your phone. It's very it, even. I don't go on Facebook hardly at all ever no. now. No, but I do look at the news sites and stuff, and I, I do find myself. Looking at them quite a lot, like mm. you know, BBC News and a couple of others. Yeah, and that's all on your phone. And I, I do look at Twitter a bit, but not a level up. No, no,
0: it's probably better not to. Oh, mm. here's some other good news. Right, talking about technology, it's handily linked me onto this one. I had an email from uh i is it i Apple Music podcast it used to be iTunes Apple Music podcasts. Congratulations, we are on. In position 199 of the Polish podcast game chart.
2: How cool is that, Sean? Yes, we finally made it after 158 episodes.
0: 199. We're nearly there. We're nearly that, there in Poland. I don't know point. why they sent me that. I have no idea. I wonder if my
1: Polish mates used to work with listening to it.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Another thing, I had to have a kip before we came online tonight. I had to have a bit of sleep because I was up until 4am playing a new game on the Switch. I like to do this when I'm off on holiday. I like to stay up late playing games just with the dog sleep next to me. And uh, I'll talk about that in the What We've Bought and Stuff section of the podcast. It's It's a good one. Biscuits Review, Biscuits Review I heard about you, Biscuits Review Okay, we've played your your lovely biscuit tune, Sean, and I really quite like the ones you chose before. The cars cheese melt. We've still got them in the in the cupboard now. I've got a few left, but I don't just eat them as biscuits. I put cream cheese and cheese on top of them. So it's just a more of a an efficient cheese delivery system than a biscuit. Does sound good, though. Oh yeah, God, it's good. It is. They are good though, aren't they? Mm. And I've got some
1: biscuits from Michael Vortman. Thank you very much, Michael. He sent me some lovely posh biscuits, all the way from Luxembourg, I think. Oh. They've got they've got there's like a, a crumbly one.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, go on. Good good description. <laughs> oh dear. There's a biscuity a one, one, a
1: crispy one. There's a there's
0: what are they called? Doing doing that sort of movement with your fingers, Sean, is not very helpful for the podcast. Oh, a, they're like really crumbly and nice, like. ones?
1: Little fingers, uh, cool. oh, they're, they're good though, like a shortbread
0: one,
1: like a flapjacky one, they're really nice, really posh.
0: Yeah, he, he asked for our our addresses and I gave him mine and I forwarded the, pod, the the email to you so you give him yours, but nothing's coming to post for me yet, Michael Fortman, what's going on?
1: I think he sent me two by accident, you saying, yeah, so I might have, have sent yours. them both
0: to you, so don't be eating the second box, you, just in case.
1: Oh, well, I think maybe that might be a struggle.
0: Right, here's a new one for me. I sent you the packet because I've <laughs> eaten them all. Um, new McVitie's V-I-B, very important biscuits. They are luscious blood orange, caramel, and milk chocolate digestives. Right, I do not abide chocolate orange. I don't like orange and chocolate. I don't like chocolate oranges, Terry's chocolate orange. I don't like orange and chocolate at all. But these things are really good. They're They're sort of quite a, a sharp orange flavour. And with the caramel, Mm. so they're quite chewy. I really like them. I didn't have many, because wife had them, and they were apparently hers, because she knows I don't like (laughs) chopped orange, but I like these ones, unfortunately, for her.
1: Well, we were doing our Christmas shop yesterday, Mm. and I saw them, so I bought a pack. Big shop. And I tried them, and I I don't like them, but I think what it is... You're an idiot? Apart from that, I... (laughs) Apart from that. <laughs> I I had some IPA right once and it was oh. blood orange. Yeah. It was blood orange IPA and it tasted like sick.
0: Oh, that's cuz it's IPA and IPA does taste li- like washing up Vomit. liquid.
1: I don't like it. So I can't get that taste out of me head. So when I tasted these it took me back to having that blood orange IPA. Right. So I just I just just didn't like them. But 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 on giving them to Waffenson, they were gone in like a few hours so yeah, they loved them. Thought they would do.
0: And it, since it's that time of the year, we're in the, we're in the festive period. Um, Costco, which is like the big well, in America, they all know what Costco is, but it's like a big cash and carry, and you've got have like a membership which we have got. And Costco are great, but they do everything in bulk. Everything's big. Everything's in bulk. You, know, you buy tea bags, mm. thousand tea bags in a sack sort of thing, and you can't buy like you know two cakes in a pot. You have got to buy like twenty or something. And we got these Costco. They're four inch diameter. So they're like 1016 mil diameter. I measured them. Mince pies with a pastry crust as normal, like a pint mince pie would be. But they've got a sponge topper above the mincemeat filling. Oh, they're really good. <laughs> really <laughs> nice. nice. They are huge. You can't... Well, you can. It's difficult eating them in one sitting. The best thing to do is chop them in half and have one with a cup of coffee and have one later on. But yeah, they're pretty big. But I've also got a live biscuit review for us, Sean. These are... Homemade biscuits. This is a white chocolate, uh, pecan, and uh, cranberry biscuit. It's quite soft. Like a cookie kind of thing. Yeah, my wife made them. God, they're so nice. And I'm going to follow it down with some Fentiman's Rose Lemonade. Rose Lemonade? Mmm, gorgeous. Oh, lovely. Mm, I should stop eating now. I'm horrible in the pocket. Mm,
2: mm. Recent pickups.
0: Right, this is what we've been buying lately. I've not been buying this, but I've been making biscuits. Brilliant. I bought a device called a Fenrir. F E N R I R. It's an SD drive, so it's one of those. Um, I think they call them ODEs, ODE, uh, Optical Drive Emulator. And this is for the Sega mm-hmm. Saturn. I've been quite into the Saturn lately since so Bob- Bobby gave me that Saturn and I chipped it. This is the next step. So you put SD drive in there rather than um, you know optical discs, but it only works on the older 20-pin drive sands, which is the ones with the oval buttons, and I think some slightly later ones with the round buttons. But it's got to have the 20-pin ribbon cable rather than the 21-pin one. And right. use certain ones. So the Baldy Leads Hero, known as Bobby Idod, has come through for me again and dug out an old model with a shag drive on it. So it's got a knackered drive on it. But an update for the podcast it doesn't work he he thought it might not work but he thought it was just the the CD drive was broken on it but no it doesn't work and uh, I spent hours and hours checking out loads of things on it to no avail I had some people helping me out sort of looking for you know problems it might be and it's just still not working it just comes up with a screen and it doesn't load any further than that so um and it says here is anyone's got an old satin with the oval buttons they could sell donate swap for my round button mod chip satin but I've got an update on that as well so that didn't work, unfortunately. So I'm a bit miffed about that, but never mind. Never mind. The mm. only thing down is the hundred quid. F, the Fenrir. You know, it's not like I bought another Saturn as well, and that's not working. But yeah, we've got that sorted since then. I've also my wallet's been battered a bit by another two hundred quid worth of buttons arrived, and uh, I went and bought another thirty right after that because I sort of ran out after all the ones I used. I think it was like uh, I think it was forty odd black ones, twenty green ones. The 20 white ones, 20 green ones. So there's lots of buttons. I've used most of them already. And I've still got roughly about the same amount again, I've just said, in Japan, waiting to come home. But the person who went to Japan and picked them up for me has been over there, you know, because they're on furlough. They might as well stay there. They've been there for months. And, you know, they're not going to mm. be coming back for a while either because of all the restrictions on the UK at the moment. The other thing I've got, is um, talked about briefly earlier, is a game on the Switch called Never Song. Have you heard of it? No. Do you remember a while back, I bought a game on the, on the Switch called Pinstripe? No. Don't remember that one. Well, what it is, it's um, it's by this um, guy called Thomas Brush. I think he's like the designer. And it's a really nice sort of hand-drawn kind of thing, and it's like an adventure game. You've got a little character, and you're sort of running around solving puzzles and stuff. But it's, it was set in a really creepy, sort of nightmarish uh, background. And this is what this is, again. But it was this game was originally called Coma, so you're a little boy in a coma. You In this like oh, mystical God. world, trying to find what's going on. And it was a weird backstory going, things are not quite as what they seem. And this Never Song is the one I was playing until four o'clock in the morning last night. I'm quite near the end of it now. But it was only half price. It was about £6. I not a lot of money at all. And it's quite a short game, but it's a really enjoying game. And it is beautifully creepy. It's quite a creepy mm. game. Uh, so I'm on the, hopefully I'm on the last area now, and I'm hopefully going to finish it off tonight if I can. But I'm really, really enjoying it. It's such a good game. It looks gorgeous, and it's got... A lot of funny elements to it and a lot of quite disturbing elements to it as well. It's a really good game. So if you've got a Switch, I think it's on lots of other... I think it's on Steam and PS4, 5 and all that lot as well. So I presume you can play it on lots of other formats. Get it. It's really good. It's really good. Sounds all right. It sounds a bit Tim Burtony, is it? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Mm. A bit, bit more sinister than that, though. A bit more sinister. Ugh. What have you been Oof. spending your cash on, son? Yeah, I bought some stuff. What have you bought? I bought... A two hundred and forty gig solid state drive for my under telly streaming box. Oh right, okay. So you use Plex and all that sort of stuff on it, do you? Who? Plex. It's a streamer. You can stream from local networked computers onto your TV. We use it via, I think, Apple Apple TV.
1: No, it's just an old PC.
0: Oh, I see. So you actually put you download films and stuff onto it and content onto it and then play it from the hard drive. It's just. No, we stream from Netflix and stuff, and yeah, but you can actually stream off your hard drive of your computer. So if you downloaded, um, say, a TV series or something, you can actually yeah. stream it from your computer onto your, you know, smart TV or whatever. Yeah, don't don't be. think I'm quite clever in doing this because I let wife sort it all out. I got am got a clue how to set all this up. I haven't, done, I haven't touched TVs and all that sort of stuff for years. I let her do all that. She's the the technical genius in my house. Now the PC we got
1: under there, the the interface was just really slow, just so slow to, to sluggish. So that's why I got the SSDs; it sped mm. it all up.
0: Has it made it better? Yeah, I, what
1: I the problem I was having was like jerky f- playback using mm. Netflix. Netflix was the worst one.
0: Yeah.
1: So I got this SSD and, and I upgraded the PC. Well, I got a different PC. Uh, with a better graphics card. And it works better, but it's still a bit jerky. So what I did, I thought, what is causing this? So instead of playing it in Chrome, Netflix, Ooh, I, played, I played it through Firefox. Yep, Problem solved, it works fine. Firefox copes with, with the whatever streaming algorithm Netflix has. Mm. And Amazon and BritBox, they're, they're all just fine.
0: We also forgot to mention in the news, we did a little bit of podcasting with... Um, Retro Asylum recently, didn't we?
1: Yeah, little little Christmas thing,
0: yeah. And the thing that reminded me of that when you said Chrome is um, Steve sent us a link saying we're going to use this, um, oh, what was it called? Is it Zencaster? Zencaster, which they use to record their podcast online. And they said, oh, we're using this and, and you need Chrome to use it. And I said, no, nope, I'm out. I'm not putting Chrome on my computer at all. If I can't <laughs> use Firefox, I'm not doing it. And luckily, you could use Firefox on it, but... I had Chrome on PCs years ago before I went into Macs, and it's so invasive. It it goes mm. through everything. If you've got more than one window open, it takes loads of memory up, loads of resources up. I, I know for a fact that Chrome are using all sorts of software tricks to track what you're doing and look what you're doing to try and sell you stuff. I'm not having that on my computer. I'm not having that kind of Google stuff on there. Absolutely not. I wouldn't trust one of those Alexas or you know those those home helpers, whatever they're called, with anything, absolutely not. Nowhere in my life is going to have one of those in my house and listen to what I do. No, thank you. No, I'm a bit Absolutely, not. absolutely I have, not.
1: I have got a Google Pixel 4A phone, so I'm linked into the Google really thingy face. Yeah,
0: but I don't mind. I, I suppose, know someone, but... one of my Twitter mates, who got a smart TV with, I think, that googly thing in it or whatever, and they actually went into the TV and physically dismantled it actually <laughs> physically unwired it so you cannot spy on them. That's what it is, it's spying and it's proven. If you I've done before, right, where I've had WhatsApp conversation with people and you mention a certain subject and then the next thing you know you're getting advertised for those subjects. You're like, Yeah hold on, who told them I was talking about X, Y, or Z? And it, it's oh I do not like it. I do not like that sort of thing. Absolutely not. And when and there's all these listen. these Alexa's home helpers I think it's just a bit You know, Alexa, show me so and so. Just go on the computer and do it. It's not difficult. Mm. Or, you know, go and Google it or whatever, use another search engine, whatever. Goodness sake. We're too old for this world, Sean. It is
1: very invasive. I think I just just can't be bothered with it. Just, yeah, whatever, whatever, Chrome, do what you like. Yeah. Anyways, also, I got a new mic for this podcast. Does it sound better, kids? Does it sound better?
0: Your voice is velvety smooth, Sean. Velvet. in the
1: microphone, it's called a something-something. It's called a Klim, K-L-I-M, voice version 2. Not so it's Klimt? Not expen- no, it's not, it's not expensive, it's only like 20 quid. And this was recommended by Mr Tronads, who listens to a podcast and they recommended it, so...
0: So when I mentioned the pre-Raphaelite artist Klimt, it was waste on you, wasn't it?
2: Actually, he was part of the Vienna Secession movement.
1: Oh, I thought he was a turtle. One of the Turtles.
0: Move on.
2: Mm.
0: Did, 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 did. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power! I'm going to slap you so hard when I meet up with you again. <laughs> <laughs> they were good, them Turtles. bit green, but good. I like the TV show. Um, I just mm. don't know like the game very much. And I like the toys. My brother used to have the toys. He was buying for his birthday and Christmas for him, He used to love them. Anyway, mm-hmm. moving on to...
2: Listener Feedback.
1: This one is from Darren Hatton. He's telling you off, isn't he? It, yeah. Linux Maestro. And he had a lot to do with the early MAME. The early MAME ROM dumps. Yes, yes. Sean, Sean, Sean. Very disappointed in you. Listen to the podcast like last night and you got my backup once again. Good. <laughs> I, we like I, to do that. I think you know why. Windows is better than Linux. Make statements like that and you are no longer friends. That, that's what I was saying. Groovy uh, Groovy MAME yes. works better, especially Rich Rich Jensen's Windows 7. It works better than Linux Groovy Arcade. It just, it just resizes everything better. There's more. It, it'll, it's coming along, it's Groovy Arcade, but I just said what I thought. So he's, mm. not happy,
0: he's not happy. Well, with Darren, he is an expert on Linux. So with him, you know, he can do everything he wants to do. But the normal sort of computer user who's half competent with a computer like myself and yourself. Mm. We we can't we don't know we haven't got the skills to do all that sort of thing. But with Windows, it's just clickety click, clickety click and you can find out what you're doing. So that's why it's easy. Not better, easier perhaps. I don't like I love Windows that. computers as well, but I mean I just want I want the my arcade emulators to be you know, you turn the machine on, the arcade machine on, it, it boots up quickly without any Windows splash screens or you know whatever splash screens for the the OS you're using and just dumps you into a very very simple interface and that's all i want it to do and when you're finished like, turn it
2: off I again i like
1: uh, yeah anything yeah. everything about it it's like the file system it's it's also logically set set out on safe kind of thing there's no i've got no antivirus on here because you, the, you, you can't get well you can get linux viruses but they're very very rare
0: Yeah, same with apple stuff they don't tend to bother mm. apple users so mm. the the apple computers i've got have got their you know OS uh, whatever the name of the new the new version of it is, and you don't put any you don't put any virus checkers because it's got it all built in. It just works, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. So yeah, you know, but with an arcade machine, you shouldn't have to bother with that anyway because it shouldn't be on, online. Don't need it online. But mm-hmm. yeah, so what he was saying as well, um, a long time ago, a good friend of his, Cools, is also another guy in the um, arcade sphere, very well known guy, Cools, uh, introduced him to FB Set, and there's a little link here to it, and it says you can read stroke program any mode you like it doesn't matter how obscure either all natively in linux you can even use it over a network using ssh or similar to check the game is using the correct frame buffer you want to use so you can actually control everything perfectly with F- fb set
1: these are the modes where you, where the display the main games
0: yeah so he says all the best have a fantastic christmas and he's also <laughs> had a big shoot, shout out to cool's um also could acknowledge for me somehow afterwards that Calls not only introduced me to FB Set but to Linux Gen 2 way back in 2002. Uh, and credit goes out to this guy. Emulation in Linux wouldn't be where it is without this guy's patience way back. So let's give Calls a ping. Well done, Calls. Mm. Good guy. Sorry about that, Darren.
1: Linux is better. We do know this. He won't do it's, that again. It's he won't a do it again. fact. It is better. But... I'm on Groovy Arcade at the minute, which is Windows 7.
0: Mm, so here in mine. Same mine. It's going to stay that way because it just works. And I like it. I'm, I'm not going to mess I around don't... with it. Because when you mess around with things, they don't work. I don't want that. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: As soon as Groovy Arcade, it does need a bit... I've been reading into it. It does need a bit more tweaking Does Groovy Arcade with the modes to make right. it better. But it's nearly there. Because yeah. it, it, it is just plug and play. You put the, put the disc in. You install it. You say what type of monitor... Mm. You put the paths to the ROMs and it works. There's none of this That's all you want, isn't around, it? that's all you want. Nothing, swapping around from an L C D in format and then you then you go from a PC to another PC. Yeah, that the Groovy arcade was so complicated to install by comparison. Yeah. But I
0: got it got it done anyway. J Ping says, Thanks to you both for the podcast. I really look forward to them each month and they chim up in these difficult times. Also thanks to Victor for recommending Pirateship Higamaru. What a great game. Yes, it is. I'm glad you're playing it.
1: Hmm, a nice shout out from our Happy Dude. Sean Holly calls it arcade chats. We call it care in the community. Well, well done on doing your bits. Isn't that nice?
0: I do try and look after you, Sean. Yeah, thank you. Robotech says you get a closey box and a reedy thing. This is classic, Sean. This is some of your phrases from the last podcast, Sean. Can we have armed police bat rider added to the listener list, please? Have we not done armed police butt rider?
1: We haven't. Oh, did we do, we but- do
0: Battle Garaga? years ago battle back raid battle back raid they're all the same to me great game that is
1: really good if you it, say so what we're we doing at the minute because we're only doing we're basically only doing 12 shows a year we're just doing me pick you pick aren't we, we haven't been yeah. listening to pick for a while Maybe we're we not going to do listen to... because
0: they don't know what they're talking about they pick games <laughs> like that and we're not having that we will it's take your game. we will take all these on board and we will use them so you know one day we may do armed police bat rider it's a rubbish name, though. Rubbish name for that game. It's a
1: great name. It's one of the best names ever. No, it's not. What if you, you were being burgled, right? Go by on. A, by a burglar. By a bat. And the police turned up, and it's not just a normal policeman. He's armed, and he's riding he's a bat. He's armed with bats. No, he's armed he's, with bats. He's just throwing bats at people.
2: He's squeak, armed with squeak, maybe some, ow.
1: some kind of lasers from his forehead, and he's riding a bat. That burglar would just
2: poop his Yeah, but if the,
0: if, the, if the policeman was, like, six foot two and, you know, 300 pounds and he was stood on a little tiny bat, he wouldn't get very far, would he? he just have a squashed bat.
1: Mm, he might be a massive bat.
0: Might be a massive bat and a tiny policeman. You, you should, decide, Sean. You decide. I should call it Armed Police Massive Batrider. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a much better i Armed Police Massive Batrider, the sequel you never wanted. I will play that in a heartbeat. As long as it's mm. got. As long as the screen is just taken up with three quarters of a bat. Yeah. And then just the rest lasers. There's lots of lasers in that game. Yes. Sean, Can you could you please, please carry on? Yes, Rygar is a pirate.
1: It's a pirate. Nice work, guys. A great game choice, Sean. He's on about City Connection. No, he's not. He is. He's the one that won it. I I think he's on about
0: Mauser. He's not on about City Connection.
1: That Victor doesn't know what he's harumphing about. To begin with, I didn't like it at all, especially the delay when trying to turn the car around. In (sighs) fact, I seem to have given myself a mild case of tennis elbow, wanging, no, wanging, my stiff old wicko stick from side to side. I've also developed a burning hatred of cats. However, saying that, if you can find your zen point in this game, it's important, this this is what I did. The point point rinsing soon takes on a therapeutic character, and you end up wanging your troubles away. I love the dynamic, stuck up on barrels, nip down to the bottom level, set four car spinning, smash them for mega bonus. That's what I was doing. I don't think I've ever got past level four or five. I don't think I got past three. But on my high-scoring game, I only got to the third round, and that was by going through two warps. I'll definitely be coming back
0: to this one. Mouser, on the other hand, dot, dot, dot. Well, what I can say about um, Tinity Connection is, it's sh- <laughs> And Mouser... Brilliant. Mm. So, uh, what's the last thing we got on here? What was it You were having a chat with the guy about food fight,
1: weren't you? I don't know if you want to talk yeah, it's
0: about Clint, that. Oh, Clint Clint I hope I've said that right, Clint. I think he's in America. Uh, he asked me if i had any got any further with my food fight build. I remember I was doing one of my little sub-electro-ISIS cabaret cabs as a food fight. Mm. Well, I gave up on the idea in the end because even though... Uh, rich Chunkson did me a lovely build of um food fight on the Pi. i was running off because food fight uh, board and also parts of the arcade machine for food Fight are incredibly expensive they're incredibly expensive and i was pl- using that build he did for me and it was also i had some hardware which enabled analog controls on a pie but the joystick i was using which they um Oh, it was an Ultimark, not a servo stick, what's it called?
2: Ultra Stick 360.
0: Not a mag stick, it's, it's controlled by magnets, I can't remember the name of the hardware now, but it emulates an analogue stick, and the game just didn't play right. There was some sort of setting wrong in it, or it wasn't quite right, and it didn't quite work like a proper analogue stick, and you need, you really do need an analogue stick to play Food Fight. If you don't play it with the analogue stick the game just doesn't work it really doesn't work without an analog stick because of the way you need to play the game and it just never worked and then i abandoned the idea so i got stuff printed mm. up for him didn't use it. i'm not going to do it because it would be just a failure it would it wouldn't work properly so i've of oh, given up on shim. that
1: that's a shame and he also showed us a little walk right of his arcade which was very cool mm, very nice a 15 16 cabs and maybe pinball
0: Really nicely set out. I'd like something like that. You know? He's done. He couldn't find himself a tapper where he lives in America. And he did himself a cabaret tapper, a, a sort of home build thing. And even though it's got an LCD in it, he's done a really nice job of it. It's a really good looking thing. Hopefully mm. he'll be able to. He was saying he can't find CRTs where he lives, even in the Goodwills around him. He couldn't find a CRT. But hopefully he can get hold of a 14-inch CRT and make that cabinet absolutely gorgeous. But it was a really nice job he made of it. Really nice job. He's obviously a good woodworker. Mm, like me. What have you made lately, then, Sean? I I folded a cardboard box, and you, you just wood, looked it's... at the floor then with the it's guilt ki- in
1: your eyes. It's kind of like wood. I folded a cardboard box into a nice shape and put other things in it. So, car- you, so you filled a box basically. Cardboard—it's like very thin wood, and it like really thin wood.
0: Um, yeah. How many degrees of separation is is cardboard from wood, Sean? One. I think it's more than that. It's one cardboard wood. Yeah, cardboard chip. Have we had have we had Idea. a cardboard anniversary Idea. on the podcast? We've been doing it for God knows how long now. Probably far too long with the way you're going on at the minute. What's car- What's cardboard about? Cardboard is like a thin wood. You just said that. Mm-hmm. Have we had a thin wood anniversary yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I think we should do, should we have one now
0: yeah, I'll tell you what let's have an anniversary ah. by doing
2: friendly shout outs
0: I have to shout out to Bobby Eardod for helping me out again with Saturn, Sega Saturn and my Saturn thing even it didn't work, thank you very much for sending it to me also Porchy for some ROM hacking which we will talk about in the game review, mm. uh, there's a guy on Twitter. Uh, I'm sure I've heard of this guy. But I'm sure I've talked to him before. Ergan, on Twitter for helping me check the Saturn. I think he is a professional console repair person, and he was he was helping me out checking things on the Saturn. I was actually talking to him on Twitter private message while I was doing so. I had a big light on my Saturn on the motherboard, and I was using my phone with a camera, like, zoomed up to five times as a magnifying glass while I was trying to mess around with this thing, trying to poke things out and do things to uh, it, because everything on the the Saturn is SMD soldered, so it's a tiny little tiny bits on it, and oh, it's almost God, impossible I'm to, to fix, mad. but he, he he sort of looked at some of the photos and said, look at this, try this, check this out, and he spent some time helping me, so thank you very, very much for that, A Really helpful, but unfortunately it still didn't work, but it was a large task trying to make that thing work when you don't, you know, you haven't got this proper gear for it and everything, which I haven't. I haven't got the skills to do it. So, mm. never mind. We, we did try. Ah, uh, here's a late, late, late addition to the shout outs. I only put this on earlier. This is Ed Lowry, which is our Ed horse. Uh, and he's sending me a Saturn I need for the Fenrir mod, one that's suitable and working for oh, the Fenrir cool. mod. It should be here tomorrow. So, for that, he gets his own jingle.
2: My lovely horse running through that <laughs> field.
0: <laughs> and obviously for cool as well, for his work for the emulation scene. Also, this was the one I read the other day. John Studley, again, our John, for his fourth perfect Pac-Man. He's done it again. It's not just a one-trick pony horse Pac-Man Thing is, he no, he's not Sorry. because she, uh, John's actually good at some other games as well. He's really, really good at um track and field and uh crystal Bezerk. castles and something. I think he can do some good scores and he can finish 1942 like you can as well. Yeah, he's an all round player, John. Hmm. Yeah, but he's done the he's done it again, so he's not just a fluke four times. He's done it now, and that is a massive achievement. I've actually seen T- him play this, and it, it's it looks so difficult, but he just he's a natural that guy, absolutely natural. Hmm. Oh, Sean. Yes. You know, you said you wanted a difficult quiz. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I did it today. And I got quiz to me here. right up. I'm exactly. going to quiz you right quiz up, Quiz me son. right up, you tarts. Play the intro music.
2: Arcade Master Quiz.
0: Sean Holly. You're one yes. for ten. And as a bonus question as well yes question 1 yes. on the arcade game wall street what do you have to do in the game what is the aim of the game in wall street collect money no yeah it is there's there's guys jumping out of suicidal bankers jumping at the at the skyscrapers and you've got to bounce them on a stretcher into the ambulance like the old game of watch game can't believe you didn't know that I didn't know that. Question two: What kind yes. of game is Boggy eighty four? Oh, is oh. it platform? Correct. Question three: Yes. What are the bad guys in Guzzler? Guzzler. What are the protagonists? Uh, the antagonists in Guzzler.
1: Guzzler.
0: He looks really They're... confused. Bears. <laughs> bears? What game do you know <laughs> they've got bears as the baddies? They're <laughs> flames, because you're a little guy that fills up with water, and you push the flames out. Not bears, then. Not bears, no. Oh, whap, okay. whap. Question four. How many shields do you get on a standard game of Star Wars, on the standard settings? How many shields Six. do you get? Six. Eight. No, you don't. Twin Galaxy rolls a six on a standard game, according to the manual, it's eight. I think it might be six. We we'll have to check that. Look at the manual I already did earlier. Question five, Sean. What is the mm. qualifying time on the hundred meters dash on a default game of track and field? Ten seconds summer. No, fourteen seconds. Is it? And as oh, a yeah, bonus and, and as a good, bonus uh, question, which you should get right. How fast can John Studley and Nintendo Dave do it in, who are very good track-and-field players? That's nine
1: seconds, isn't it? Nine
0: seconds. And I was going somewhere. to say two seconds. Nine, I'll give you yeah. nine. They can do it in about six, actually, I think. Something ridiculous like that. It's real quick. Uh, question six. Yes? Yeah. What, what Activision game does the arcade game Freeze look like? Frogger. Let me just rephrase that, Sean. What Activision game... Does the arcade game Freeze look like? Yeah. You know Activision didn't do Frogger, right? Must hurry you. Don't know. It looks like Hero, which is one of our favourite Activision games, remember? Is
2: it?
0: If you look at Freeze, it looks like Hero. Your little guy little guy in a spacesuit zipping around with a backpack on. You shoot stuff. Question seven. You've got, I think, one right so far, or two. Doing well. Doing better. Question seven. Who made Tube Panic? Arcade game, Taito. No, Nichibutsu. Damn. Question eight: What year did Nintendo's arm wrestling come out? Oh, what nice year? year? I'll give you plus or minus two years. Eighty
2: four.
0: Yes, eighty five actually. Question nine: What color coats do the jumpy guys wear on Green Beret? The guys who do the ki- who kick you when they jump and kick you.
2: Right. yes
0: gray they are yeah last question yeah. what yeah, color are all four cars on the chi- championship super sprint
1: red green blue yellow
0: <inaudible> correct I'll give
2: you an Ooh, easy one to... you, have, you got about
0: then.
1: four right out of 11 well done but correction robot in i got a few there
2: like he said four very poor did it right then? Not bad for you.
0: They. Some quite hard questions, some of those. And here is a word from our sponsor.
2: Build the craziest mouse trap that was ever made to catch a mouse. Kick the bucket down. The sheep turn the handle. Take a dive and.
0: Feature game review. Cats and mouses, Sean. Cats and mouses. Mouses. Mm. And do you hate those Mises to pieces? <laughs> yeah. This is our beautiful featured game. It's called Mouser. Uh, it's by UPL. It was their, I thought it was their second game, but we reckon it might be their first game, UPL's game. Yeah, I couldn't find anything else. I just found this as the it's, first game. It's an early game. I think it is the first game. And it's mm. distributed in, uh, by a company called Cosmos in North America. This is a vertical-oriented fixed-screen platform game. It runs on dual Z80 hardware and dual AY38910 sound hardware for a perfect 8-bit IC combo. Very, very good Mm. combo. uses a four-way joystick. Essential for them tricky ladders. Absolutely. And one button for jump. And it sounds like this. (laughs) Love, though, I just... Those sounds, even the, even the tune, really like it. So, there's a backstory to this. There's a backstory yes. to the game. Well, there isn't. I made it up. Darren Cat has had his bride-to-be, Karen Cat, stolen by an evil bat-mouse and taken to the house of a thousand mooses. We it gyrin, timorous, wee beasties <laughs> they are. Uh, also, a massive pain in the ass to our cat hero, Darren. Darren now, cat. you play the game... There are four levels, or rooms, in the Evil Bat-Mouse house, all displayed on screen as a cross-section, like the front of the house been ripped off by a particularly windy hurricane. There are seven levels in the house, connected by ladders and platforms. You need to run into stupid blue mice so the top floor ladder magically appears and you can get to the Evil Bat-Mouse to get your gal. There are all sorts of feline treats scattered around the floors. Pick these up for bonus points, but they're not essential to finishing the levels. When the fish change colour, they are worth different points. 300, 500, 800. Cages yes. that periodically open and close house a ferocious dog. That looks like a rabbit. It does. It's got. It's weird, and it's green. I've never seen a it's green dog as far as i lived. Fluffy ears. Yeah. I can imagine why you'd think that, but yeah, it makes sense. It's a dog, mm. and it will kill you on touch if it opens up and you're touching it. Blue mice bumble around the place and are harmless. Touch them to gain parts of your ladder, and they disappear. Pink mice cannot be got, as they are too fast and teleport away whenever you get near them. I've never managed to touch a pink mouse. I think it's impossible. No. They're also responsible for kicking boxes and unleashing other baddies at you. Take too long on a level by point scabbing, is how I found out, and a kamikaze airplane buzzes straight at you and removes all nine of your lives in one go. Well, one anyway. You only start with three lives, damn it. Not nine. Yeah. After a short cutscene showing the bat mouse and his vermin henchmen abducting your cat beloved, you start the game. Nice animations between levels as the antagonist and his henchmice make away with your beloved puss cat partner. So level one, this is the house of the rising mouse, also known as the purple room. Fairly simple level. There is a house in New Orleans that they
2: call the 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 Rising
0: Mouse. Love, Love that song. Animals, very good. Mm. Uh, what was I saying? Get the blue mices while avoiding the two bouncing blobs. They can be controlled like barrels in Donkey Kong. They yeah. can travel down ladders but not up. So if you're if you've got one part of your your cat person just down one of the levels, the blobs will go down because they think you're going down. You can trick them into going down, and mm. they'll go down and underneath you and then away. And as soon as it gets into the level, they'll disappear. So you can sort of control the the blobs quite easily. And that is quite a skill to do that, because you can have blue mice. Because when the when blue mouse is near you, it won't go near you, or go to the end of, the, end of the, the thing, or go down a ladder. So if you've got him trapped, he will not move. He will not come towards you, because he knows he's going to get got. And you can sort of hold him there while the blobs go past. It's easy to do that. Uh, beware idiot pink mice kicking and box you on all the levels. You can leap over them with all the dexterity of an, well, a cat. There are mm. two dog cages on this level to be avoided too. The long ladders on the first level cannot be climbed from the middle. You have to climb from the bottom up or the top going down. You can't get on them halfway. And that really messed me up when I first played the game, and a few yeah, other people as well.
1: It does sort of... It pushes you. It pushed me to the play on the right-hand side of the screen, really, because I get getting killed on the left.
0: But when you get good at the game, and I think we both... Well, I know you've got good at it. I've got pretty good at it. You can... Move around the, the the level quite easily and control the blobs so they don't really bother you. So you can mm. get your mouse count and make sure the ladder at the top is ready. And you can just go around getting mice, getting the fish, jumping over boxes, and get a load of points. And you can sort of go up and down the levels. And you know it's not just go to the top and that's it. You can go up and down, up and down, without a problem if you know how to play the game. And it's quite easy mm. to do. And I do that quite often to get points. So yeah, you can you can do that, and it's quite handy knowing how to do that. And once you know how to do that the game gets a lot easier, a lot, lot easier, which we found.
1: Yeah.
0: Level 2, Mousy Mousy Boom Boom, also known as the Green Room. This level is the first with gaps in the levels. You can hop over them. The main danger on this level is an idiot pink mouse. They're all idiots, the pink mice, by the way. Rolling rolling bombs down the levels at you three at a time. They can be jumped, but if they explode, they have a larger danger area and can kill you if you're jumping over them when it goes off. So you would be careful when they go off. Two dog cages again on this level. Now this level is a very simple level to do. I think it's one of the easiest ones. But you've got to be careful. And on another jumping level, where you've got platforms, is when you jump to the left, it's quite easy. You can jump off the thing quite easy. When you jump to the right, it seems you don't jump quite as far with your character. So if you're not yeah, on the edge of a platform, weird, isn't it? yeah, it's, it's it's like a um, a collision detection error. Maybe there's a few pixels different in jumping to the left to the right. But if you mm. know to go to the edge of a right-hand platform, you very rarely get killed. But when I first was playing it, I was doing it sort of equal equal and it isn't. You've got to go a little bit further to the right when you jump off. Otherwise, you'll... if you fall off a platform taller than your height of your character, you will die. So it's, you, you die quite easily on this game. It's like, like um, Donkey Kong. You can't jump further than your character is high. But you can jump back down. You can jump back down, can't you? Yes. So you can jump can, down. You can jump
1: in the air and fall farther than you would normally do. But if you land on the platform below, you're all
0: right. I think it's because a cat always lands on all fours when it jumps. We'll say yeah. that, shall we? We'll say it's a feature. Yeah. yeah I, I still,
1: I, I, died. I'd still die jumping off
0: the right. Every now I'd, and again, I do as well. Because uh, what I tend to do is, when you jump into the right, is before you do the last jump, stop for a second, and then move again and then, you know, time your jump. If you're sort of jump, 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 you kind of miss it because you've got to go jump, jump, wait, then jump. So if you wait a second and then move and jump again, it's a lot easier. I always wait on that last one on level four, which we'll get to. Yeah. So level three, Mouse Dollaz, also known as the Red Room. Oh, there's only one gap in the platforms this time, but it's too big to jump. If you take this route, you need to leap on a moving platform to make the gap. The idiot pink mouse is chucking pot plants this time. Uh, I reckon they got that different crazy climber actually because you get lobbed um, point plants, pot plants down on you on that, don't you? Mm. Have you ever jumped on that platform? I just didn't use it. I've done it a few times. You jump. It's it's rather like the um, the elevator level on Donkey Kong. You can jump onto it and then jump off again. But if you jump too high, you'll kill yourself because there's mm. a fish over on one side. You've got to use that to get to or go the ladder upwards. But I rarely yeah. use that. I rarely you don't need to do on that really. Don't you bother? I don't, you?
1: I've never bothered.
0: There are two cage dog dog cages as standard on this level again. The pink mice will also chuck a barrel from the stack of barrels. There's a stack of barrels hanging up, and they'll chuck it from that as well. It can be jumped, and you can pick up the barrels, and then uh, the cats the the mice stop doing that. They they got no barrels to chuck, so you can't do it. They reappear if you go down the level. Mm. If you if you get the the barrels, then go down one and come back, and they come back. And we'll talk about that later on because there's a little glitch going on there somewhere, I think. But if you, if you get rid of it and keep going up, they won't come back, so they can't chuck them at you. On platform five, there's a big bag of cash, probably full of cat dollars, Sean, which you can
2: buy. 800 points.
0: Oh, sir. 800 points for that one, yes. Yeah, and there's a nice potted plant as well. Level four. Mouse House Kaboom platforms. Um, I mean, they, or me, ran out of ideas on this point. This is also known as the pink room before the loop. So it's the oh. last level. Multiple platforms to be jumped and climbed on, as well as more bombs again. There's only three ladders, and the extended one on this level, so we need to do some brave leaping around on the platforms to ascend this last level. When you get to the top of this one, your bat-mouse nemesis tries to fly off with your catty fiancé again, but you stomp on his heed. He then flies right back with an imposter, and again, nicks Karen cat. It's a bit like a big teddy bear or something, isn't it? What a swine, eh? What a swine. Mm. After you loop the game, you start again back on level one, but this time there's a swoopy hate beak bat thing that flies down and flaps around trying to get you. But this motion is a pat- was sort of a pattern, so it can be avoided. After two loops, if you get that far, which not many of us have, you get a second swoopy hate beak. Jeez, gives a break. Mm. So, the scoring in this game, um, blue mice, you can get 100 points to 500 points for them. I think it's a random what you get for them. And if you get two mice together, it only counts as one for your ladder quota. I think you need, is it three mice you need to get to get the ladder built? Yeah, just three. It's and three. There's, there's never more than four on the screen at once. That's right. And if you get four in a corner, it still only mounts as one, because I've actually done that. You get big points for it because you get like the multiples of the points, but you only get one for the quota, or it only counts as one for the quota. It's obviously a glitch in the programme, that is. Jump in a box, a barrel, or a bomb, 300 points. Uh, The fish, when the fish change colour, they go from green to burgundy to white. They're worth 300, 500, 800. So if you wait for them, 800 points you get for a fish. Jump in a green hate beak on the second loop, or further on, 800 points. Get good points for jumping over hate beaks. It's quite difficult to do. They're quite fast. Mm big back of cash on level 3, 800 points finishing a level you get 3,000 points for every level right, but then it increases 3,000 every level thereafter, forever so it's 3, mm. 6, 9 12, 15, 18, 21, 24 up to big old points, and it just keeps going it doesn't stop, so you get yeah 30,000 at some points, 30,000 for doing a level now kids, you may have worked out if you're clever enough Mr. Holly's been getting big bonuses because he's been getting quite far he <laughs> <laughs> tips and secrets to this game Get your quota of mice in quick. I think if you get your quota of mice in quick and you're messing around at the top and you're getting a bit in trouble, you can just get out of the level quickly. So you can get your mouse mm. quota, do your point scabbing and get out of there quick, especially when the plane comes later on the baz- that buzzes down at you. So I try and yes. do that.
1: That is the random element of this game which keeps me coming back to it. It's You can't pattern the game. No. You can't because you've got to get the mice... Sometimes you can work your way through the level and think, oh, damn, I've still got to get another mouse. There's all four down below, so you've got to work your way you've back You've got to go down. all the way
0: back down again, yeah. Which, If you know the game so well, like we do now, I think it's actually quite easy going back down the level, especially on the bouncing blob level. You can go down, control the blobs, and pick off the mice. So it's quite easy yeah, to do that. Some, it's hard with the hate, hate bat levels, though. Ugh, hate beak. So if you wait below a bouncing blob on level one, it will come down when it hits a ladder. And you can c- control these quite easily this way. You can run under them apparently, but I've only done it once. It's the timing is real quick trick. Yeah, I don't you can sort of wait by it, a me. ladder, and as it goes over, you can run under it. But you've got to be really close to it, and it's pixel perfect. You, you, you know, you, you will get got by it. I think you can do it at a pinch. I managed to do yeah. it once, and I never bother with it.
1: Yeah, the bouncing bombs and the blobs—they will disappear, explode once they get to the end of the platform below. Your current platform.
0: Yeah. So they, they so, don't they don't bother drawing them all the way down because it's just a waste of time and you're not getting hit by anything. So they lob some more at you.
1: Yeah, they sort of respawn back at the top. Stay away from the left side of stage one because of all the long ladders and you get stuck on them. And the bad guys don't get stuck on the long ladders. They can get off mid-platform.
0: Yes. The
1: bouncy blobs and they hem you in a
0: corner. I don't quite agree with that because when you're at the top of the level and you want to go back down the big, long ladders, if the blob blobs are above you, you can easily outrun the blobs. But going yeah, up yeah. them is dangerous, because they will get you. You can't really mm. go up them, because they're too long. But going down is not that much of a problem. Mm. Avoid the dog cages like the plague when they open up, especially on the right-hand side of level 2, with the bombs raining down, and you can get hemmed, hemmed in, uh, if you don't wait for the bombs to pass by. You need to do a late leap off the last platform to get to the top level on level 4, And as we spoke earlier, I kept falling to my death until I realized you can leap nearly off the end of the platform. You can almost go off the end of it.
1: Yeah. When level four finishes, obviously it's, it does say stage one again, but you really, you're on five. Yes. It's a, it's a repeat of the first stage, but the same platform, but you get
0: the hate, hate bats. I call them. Hate Hate beaks. Oh, I hate them. Yeah. Oh God. They, they nearly ruined the game for me nearly, but they didn't quite, which we'll talk about soon. Uh, don't point scab by jumping boxes because the mad aeroplane will get you you can avoid the plane if you're out the way when it, it just zzz, straight it just, just comes down straight down at you you can mm. avoid it but it will come back again so be careful point scabbing on this game is not it's okay to do it for a little bit when you're playing a game but if you do it too much you will get killed yeah I didn't
1: bother beware erratic plant part attack from near the, from near horizontal a- angles as they sort of fly at you from across the screen. So if you're yeah. over the other side of the screen and you, you manage to get the the plant lobber over one side, he'll throw like an almost horizontal pot, pot at you, which yeah. is accurate. So you can get hit in the side. So I sort of try and, try and sort of – you can manoeuvre him as well. Yes, I do. You, you, I do. You can kind of manoeuvre him. So he throws his pot. And you've got time to run up a ladder. You've got to be quite close to a ladder because he'll try and chase you and then drop, drop a pot on, on you as you're going the ladder.
2: Yeah.
1: And you've so, got to sort of wait till he drops a pot near a ladder run up the ladder. And what, then he'll disappear before you get to the top.
0: What I tend to do on that bit is when, I want, when I'm when under, i right underneath him, on the level underneath him, and I want to get up a ladder, if you go up a ladder and he's above you, when you get a certain point of the ladder, he'll, he'll disappear. So he'll just drop the pot. And if he's above you, he'll drop it right on top of you. What I tend to do is move around and... Go the opposite way, so he's chasing you. When he lobs it, he will chase you and keep going your way, and you can go the opposite way and up a ladder quick, and he hasn't got time to come over the top of you and chuck it. Mm. So just yeah. drop it. So I actually, when I'm playing, I'll actually say to him, drop it. I'll actually talk to the computer when I'm playing it. Drop it. Is it work? Mm, sort of. Well, I'm quite good at that bit of the level, so I know, I know how to do it, so you, you can do it quite <laughs> easily. But there is a little bit of skill getting him to not drop it on top of you when you're going up a ladder. And once you're up the ladder, he disappears. He, he'll He'll still be there, and he'll throw boxes at you but he won't throw pot plants anymore because you know he's chucking them down not cross at you Mm. but you will you you can't you're not safe up there once you get to the top because there'll be a a pink mouse will chuck boxes at you because that's what happens when you get to the top of the levels where they're throwing the bombs or the blobs or the pot plants they'll be taken over by ones chucking boxes at you so they won't let you lounge around at the top they will there will be some sort of thing going on that will hit you so you've got to be careful at the top as well But it's quite a good bit of programming because you just hang around it there and waste time otherwise especially when the hate, hate bats have only got because
1: you're right at the top of the level they they do their swoop and yes. then come around, but they come around to the level you're on yes that's so they're, right. they're, so they're not in the air so long so they're doing more swoops if you know what I mean yeah but you can manipulate that you can go down this is the only way I could do some of the harder levels is go down a level mhm so you've got then then the, the when I got to two bats, the two bats Oof. swoop and, and they both go down the level, so then you can zoom up. You've got to know where they're gonna come they, they sort of loop on the level you're on, but then you get you get through it quick.
0: You but say that it like it's easy and it that really gives isn't. you
1: time then. That gives you time if they're going down two levels before they sweep back up. That's how I did the harder levels. It took mm. me ages to work it out.
0: Yeah, that bit is I, I've got to the the single level, uh, the single hate-backs, obviously, because it's quite easy to do that, but not the second lot. God, that just sounds awful. Um <laughs> But, yeah, when they come down, they always come down to the level you're on, so you can sort of go across, jump over the bat as it's going right underneath you, and then go above or below, and they won't get you, and then they'll sort of swoop up to the top again. You've got to be careful when they're swooping back up to the top.
2: Mm.
1: But, yeah. But if you play it enough like I have, you know where they're going to swoop. yeah. You can jump over them in the middle of level, in the middle of the platform levels and everything.
0: Yeah, you get a good well, point
1: of that. You can do that twice actually. If you you can jump them twice, but yeah, yeah if you're done, really good or not that good, bit dangerous. When chasing, we've done this bit. When chasing two mice into a corner or more, you only get a point. You get the points, but you only generate one little mouse. Yes. Of it, don't
0: you? The Robin mouse gets. That's what they are. Robin so, mouse so, gets. <laughs> so I sort of
1: stay on the ladders and just sort of drop down and collect them and then go back up so they keep yeah. running towards you yeah and oh this is not this is ain't, ain't great when you're right into a wall you've got your face against a wall and you pressed against a wall because the paint backs going past yeah if you press jump to jump over a box or something all you do is
0: turn around you don't jump oh right yeah i've seen that you've got to be facing towards the box to jump it you've got to you don't have to, but you, you have to if you are if you're against the wall, yeah, because it, yeah. will, it will just turn you around. You won't jump, you just turn you around, which is a bit of a programming glitch, maybe. A feature, we'll call it. Yeah. Yes.
1: So the end of level bonuses, like we said, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15,
0: 18, 21, if you do the second loop. Et cetera, et cetera, and you get massive bonuses. Because if you could play this, you know, ad infinitum, you'd be getting like 100,000 point bonuses for some of the levels later on. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I don't think you'd yeah. ever get that far, though. It does get difficult, very difficult.
1: There's a different cutscene after completing 2-4. I think this is the real 1-CC after completing... Oh, God. ...loop two stage
0: 4. You get a robot mouse that chases you. Yeah, it's a really good little thing. We've got a video of it, uh, and I'll put that on the link to so ...because most people probably won't have seen it. I know one person's seen it.
2: Fast forward to 15 minutes, 49 seconds on the video on the show notes.
1: Mm. I haven't. I've seen the video of it. <laughs> you can't pattern this game like we said. You can plan a route through the level, but if you're having an unlucky mouse day, I call it an unlucky mouse day where all the mice are at the top.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do because the mice are generated randomly, they can be where you don't want them to be. you like, oh, for goodness mm. sake, you have to go down and get them again. So you have to be a bit careful with it. that's why you cannot pattern it because you can't you can get to the top with a pattern quite easily, but you won't have got the four mice of three mice to create your ladder. So you won't be able to do the level. So you've got to go and get the flipping blue idiots. That's what Yeah, that, that, what makes it really interesting. You've, I think so, yeah. It's well programmed in that respect, definitely. You've got to be use your wits. And I
1: haven't got many of them, Vic. You know, on this game, though. I haven't got many wits. And, yeah, you've got to, you know, up and down, up and down. But hopefully you can sort it. I've put on the third loop through. God you get two hate bats two hate bats and their attacks are slightly staggered in timing oh really so that's, so that's another you're not oh no <laughs> sounds awful I, i'm not sure it is that i think it may be if you if one of them attacks and you're on a level low and then another one attacks and you've gone up a level
0: yeah
1: they, they they take a different amount of time to go back to the top purchase, so then they're looping at different times i think that's what it might be
0: because with the blobs on level one as well, the blobs sort of follow each other. One goes out and then one follows it. But if, you've got, if you're quick enough to get one to go below you, it sort of staggers their movement. So one will go to the end of level and disappear while the other one's spawning again. So you can mm. split up their timings quite easily. And that's obviously yeah. what they're doing with the bats as well, maybe. Mm. So on that level, hang about on the level you want the hate beak to stay on while he flaps about and go above or below him. But beware when he's on his way back up, because he does like a swoopy sort of... He moves around in erratic patterns as he goes back up. And you can hide to the side of the screen, but not on the top level, because he will hit you on the top level like you said earlier. Mm. But when if you do get up the ladder and he's above the ladder, don't go right up because you'll get killed because he's, on, he's he, he sits on top of the ladder. But you can go right underneath him, and when he takes off, he's a VTOL hate beak, a vertical <laughs> take-off and landing hate beak, so he won't get you, and you can just whiz up the ladder and do it. It's just wait there, you're safe. Because the boxes below you won't hit you, they'll fly past your bottom and the hate beaks can't get you and you will do it easily.
1: But the blobs can get you.
0: No, if you're high enough up, they don't. You can they can really? just scrape the bottom off. Yeah, I do that a lot. Oh. I I did a um I streamed a video on we I'm part of a um YouTube sorry, a Facebook streaming uh group where we stream um video games and pinball and for this game i did it just to show people the four levels and i did it and something went wrong on the on the third level so i redid the fourth bit so it's in two parts if you go on that that facebook channel that facebook page you can see the levels and I, i sort of explain how to do things and what goes on and it'd be interesting to see you play compared to what i play with a bit of commentary because you, you did me a video of doing this uh, loop two, level two, which I cannot get past. When I was practicing the game, I had one life when I got there, and I did a, a save state on my computer, mm. so I could just practice that level. And, I, yeah. I, and playing it for an hour, solid, on that one level, I couldn't do it. And I still haven't done it yet. I'd love to do it, because it obviously increases your, your score by about 15,000 by then, because that's the, the point bonus on the end of the level. And I never did it. I never did it. Such
1: a there's play a tr- in the backside. There's a tricky platform on that. You you've got
0: the bombs above you. Yeah.
1: You've got a guy throwing a box from the left. And then as you go to the right of the platform, he appears on the right.
2: Ooh,
0: yeah.
1: And I, I know exactly him, what are talking
0: about.
1: Jump him at as at the exact time he throws the box, jumping over the gap. Oh god. And then Go into the into the wall. The hate beat goes past. This is an anxiety dream for me. It really is. <laughs> and then quickly zoom up the ladder and jump over the first bomb. Oh, because Sean,
0: when we get together again, when when the, hopefully everyone's <laughs> been um, you know vaccinated or whatever, or the, you know we get safe again, we're going to play this and just we'll be talking about it for about a week, just playing it together. It's such, yeah, it's a really involved game and there's a lot to it, and I, I think we've both really got into this one really got into yeah, it yeah. I also and noticed I- that the um, the blue mice are short sighted stroke dumb asses. they really are because yeah. if you wait below a ladder they walk across the top of it they don't see you and you can just quickly pop up and grab him and the same going down mm. ladder. if you're a certain way up the top of a ladder he'll go right underneath you and you'll get him but if you're further down he'll see you skid to a halt and then run the other way it's quite funny how they see you and they skid and stop and run the other way you yeah. can outrun them on the early levels, they're a bit fast on the later levels, but it is really easy just to sort of hang underneath and just quickly poke up and grab them quick and just knock them off. Because they are quite stupid, the blue mice. Quite stupid. Yeah, you can sort of catch them by surprise.
1: Yeah, This is what I think we've said. You can jump down the steps of the platform. You have to drop. jump, not fall, jump. Not drop, but a jump is obviously higher fall, but there you go. Yeah, weird, isn't it? Mm. The blue mice and everything else speed up. The farther you get into the game, you can't yeah. catch the mice as, as you get to the third loop through. They're just too quick. Right. You can on this. I think on the first loop you can catch them. On the second loop, they go at the same speed as you, I think.
0: Yes. Yeah, so you've got to sort of head them off to a wall, haven't you? So they stop.
1: Loop three. So I've got to loop three. It includes two wow. hate bats, except for stage three, where there's only one hate bat, hate beak, hate bat, which is weird might be something to do with the graphics.
0: We were talking earlier, we think it might be the, the pixel count on there, because you've got everything, on the level three, you've got the, the platform moving up and down, you've got four mice, usually two pink mice, uh, pot plants going on, and I don't reckon there's enough resources in the game, or the hardware, to have two bats going down at once. So yeah, I think that might be right.
1: Could be. Yeah.
0: And you know that the, the blue
1: mice do a little jump when a hate beak sets off. It's quite it cute, isn't off. it? It's quite cute, yeah. like, I like it. Boink. It's like a little warning. It's like a little warning, and it, that's clever because I've, I've muted the sound because I don't like the sound.
0: I love the so, sound. and I can't do without it. And I've been humming the sound on walks with a dog. It's, do it's you not reckon biz- it slows down a bit? I think it does a little bit on certain parts. Well, that might just be just me main doing that. I bet the arcade board doesn't do it. And I've also found you.
1: <laughs> this is strange. You can do a wall jump. You can jump into a wall and you bounce back off it.
0: Oh, really? I've not seen yeah. that. I've
1: not done that. I don't know how useful that is, but just it's not really. It just very. does, yeah. Mm. Point scabbing bug. I've not done any point scabbing on this. I tried it, but I got bored. I
0: do a little bit because I can play the game quite well without getting killed. I can spend quite a lot of time on each level. You can sort of afford to go and get a few blue mice, get all the fish jump up and down the levels, getting bits and bobs, jumping over, you can do it if you're quite good at it, and I quite like doing that. It it reminds me, when we played Kung Fu Master all those years ago, on level two of Kung Fu Master, you can just hang around, jumping, smashing the pots that the snakes come out of, killing the dragons, hitting the the glitter bombs, and doing all that stuff, and you get loads of points at the start level, because you get like 2,000 points on Kung Fu Master... For killing a dragon. You get loads of dragons. You can just really ramp up your points by point scabbing. I can do a bit on this game as well. It's kind of reminded oh. me of that. But the point scabbing bug, on level three, I, I did tell you this and you didn't realise it and I sort of explained it to you. When you go up to get the barrels, if you go back down one level on the ladder, as soon as your bottom hits the bottom of the ladder, the barrels come back again. But they come back as a different colour. So it looks like it's a bug in the game because they don't come right the right colours. You go back up the ladder, you obviously wait for the pot plant to fly past, you go up a ladder, get the barrels again, go back down, go back up, get the barrels again, and you can just keep doing it for ages before the plane mm. comes. I actually did it about 10 or 12, 15 times, and then the plane will come, so obviously you're in trouble if the plane comes. But you can just keep doing it. You get 500 points every time you, you get the stack of barrels, but if you sort of wait a little bit, the cat appears, and he'll chuck a barrel at you. If you jump the barrel, the barrel... You get 300 points for it. And then when you get the barrels, you get 500 points. You get 800 points every time if you do that.
2: Mm.
0: So it's quite a stint to get... You can point scub quite easily doing that. And you can do it for, say, 10 times without the plane coming. You can do it quite comfortably 10 times. That's 5,000 extra points for one level, and then go and do the level if you're good at it. And so that's usually what I do. I usually do 10, Mm. 10 goes of that to get the points and then jump and do the level. I got to the top, I tried it right at the very top of level three, just jumping
1: the boxes, and I thought, when's this plane going to come? And, it, and I did 30 of them, I counted 30. Really? So, so that's 9,000. And I thought, the, the plane had not turned up, so I wonder if it's...
0: Oh, some... I wonder if that's a bug where it doesn't come at the top of the level, because it hasn't got very far to fly down. But I just got bored, because it's Ooh, like 9,000. interesting, 9, that is. 9,000 points. I just, I only did it once, but. I know what you mean. When you're point scaling, it does get boring because you just want to do Mm. the level and progress and progress. So, the graphics and sound of this game, it's an 8 bit game. It's obviously two Z80s. Uh, Nice, colourful 8 bit visuals. I liked it a lot. I like the graphics. I like the colours in that, yeah. I do. The mice are really well animated and they do, like I said, they do, like, when they see you, they do like a skid, like like a comedy skid, and they turn around and run the other way. And when they when they throw the barrels at you, they kick them at no th- throw the boxes at you. They sort of kick them at you. Mm. I think it's quite. There's some little um, when you do a level as well. There's one level where he the 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 mouse bat thing at the top, the bad guy. He obviously takes your girlfriend away again. But there's one time when he drops her, and he'll fly down really quick and grab her and then fly off. And another time he drops her, and two blue mice fly at this left hand side of the screen. They grab her and they run off the left-hand side of the screen. I really like the little bits in between, the little sort of um, cutscenes, animation. I really like it. There's one at the very start of the game as well. And every time you do a level, you get a big blue mouse face, and it sort of blinks at you, looks at you, and blinks at you, naughty, and you do the game. But I really like the graphics. It's really cute, well-done graphics. Well-drawn, nice colours. I really like it. I'm not so keen on the animation on the cat. It looks
1: like he's having a fit. He does wobble a bit, Uh, doesn't he? uh, uh,
0: uh, Yeah, and it makes it hard to jump sometimes to know know where his feet are. If you watch Mario on Donkey Kong, or, sorry, Jumpman on Donkey Kong, his eye um, sort of jitters around as well when he runs. Obviously, there's a little problem with the graphic there. But I I think it's just really cute. I really, really like it. There's there's nothing wrong with the graphics. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the graphics in this game. The dogs, they do look like massive weird green rabbits, <laughs> they do look weird. They, they could have drawn the dogs a bit better. Maybe a brown dog, perhaps, you know, not a green dog. Not sure what was going on there. Cheeky cut scenes, really like those. Um so I said, you've seen it, Sean, check out the longest YouTube video in the show notes to see the cutscene. Um for completing the second loop. Not second loop, yeah, it's, is it two, loop, yeah. two four, yeah, when you finish two mm. four. Yeah, so you see that. I like the tinny tunes, they're quite tinny. Um, and I can imagine why they're being annoying, but I really like them.
2: It's just, no, it's I one of those like
0: things, it. it's one of those tunes that gets in your head. And as you're playing it, you're humming along to it. And you think, what am I doing? This tune's awful. I'm still humming it. So, yeah. What well, I did,
1: I turned, you know, you can alter various volumes in main, can't you?
0: I didn't know that, actually. You can do different levels.
1: Yeah, you oh, can okay. change different, You can each sound chip has got its own little slider if you go into oh, the settings. Oh, I did not know that. And I found the one for the tune, so I put that
0: to zero. Oh, so you can and still have the sound effects. So you
1: had the sound effects. The Good only one tip, I needed. Son. Good tip. The only one I needed is when the bats' uh,
0: beaks, hate beaks, set off and they're yeah. bing. But I don't need that now, so I switched it all off. Because it just... also makes the noise. When they throw a box, it makes a little noise. When they throw the pot plants, it makes a noise. When the bombs go off, it makes a noise. It's little noise pointers through the game, mm. which is brilliant, again. Good, good use of sound there.
1: Tronads has discovered the main tune is a version of Turkey in the Straw.
0: By I was going to ask Golden, what it
1: was, actually. 1912.
0: Because it uses these um, copyright-free tunes. One mm. thing it bugs me, like, this is the only thing about the game that bugs me, is when you do a level, one of the levels it does the wedding march, you know the wedding, da, 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 it does that, mm. and it, it cuts off right at the end. And another one does the the death march, you know, the da, 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 da. it does that and it cuts off right at the end. They're like, finish the <laughs> tune, it's just like one bar, finish the tune. And I always, when I'm playing it, I'm humming along to it and I'll finish it off because I'm an idiot, mm. I think. <laughs> so I actually do that. And there's no cabinet art for this game, it was kit only, apparently. So I presume in Japan, you'd often see this on a, on a cocktail cabinet. Yeah, could be, could be. No, there's no, it needs artwork. I mean, there's so many cute things in like this. It could have had some gorgeous artwork. What a waste. What an absolute waste. Yeah, Marquis's all right. Not brilliant. Marquis's good, aren't Trivia on this game, UPL, which is uh, Universal Playland, are a child company of parent Universal. So they are mum and dad to Mr. Do and other cool games. So it's part of Universal. I never knew that. So the PCB of this game is very, very rare. I've come across maybe two instances of people having it, and it wasn't working. I would love to own this game, not because it's oh. rare, because it's a brilliant game, really cool. I'd have it. I'd, I'd, if I had the original PCB, if I was ever lucky enough to find an original PCB, I would make a dedicated cabinet for it. Absolutely, definitely, and it'd be wow. gorgeous. It'd be really cool. Uh, the cat, which is the mouser in the game, is actually called Neanta, according to the Cosmos flyer. Uh, don't take what I said earlier seriously about Darren. That's a load of nonsense, obviously. Actually, the screenshots on the flyer don't look quite right. So if you look at the screenshots on the flyer, which are on the show notes, everyone, the level layouts are completely different too. So it says here the first pattern is actually level three, what they got on got the, on the page there. And the mm. second pattern is level one. The, the dogs are in different places, at different doors. And if you read the little bits next to it, it says things like, um, number six it says here, mice will make ladders fall in mouse's path by gnawing at the ladder legs. So this might have been other bits they were going to put in the game which never appeared in it. So it could have been a prototype kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, it says, here we go, we've got some, some instructions here. Mice will come out of their holes and try and keep Mouser from rescuing his bride. They don't stop you doing anything. The pink mice chuck stuff at you. Uh, and it says the mice have six different weapons. Oil drums, pipe plants, fire, which you've not seen, bombs, and biting. They will try to bite Mouser from behind. They don't hurt you when they hit you from behind. No, they don't even it... chase you, actually. They run away
1: from you, don't they? Perhaps it was too hard and they've changed bits of it. I don't Maybe,
0: know. yeah, yeah. And in number six, I said the ladders it will make ladders fall in mouse's path by gnawing at the ladder legs. I've never seen... They don't do that. I no. want to play this version of the game as well. It sounds brilliant. And number yeah. seven, parts of the floors will disappear after being bombed. Mouse has to jump more often. So it, it, parts of the levels are being bombed away as well. Uh, and number eight, we we'll just read this, the floors will become tilted after mice gnaw through wires holding the floors up, which is on the fourth pattern, which is not even in the game on this picture bombs are going to roll on the tilted floor so it sounded like they were going to put more into the game that sounds like the first level of donkey kong does not it yeah yeah with Tilted, they probably stole a bit of that idea probably but maybe this game was a prototype but there's a flyer for it but it doesn't seem right oh i don't know it was brilliant i really liked it um and i want to play that version so if anyone knows of any other alternate rom versions for it i'd love Mm. to play it i really would Shall we do the scores, Sean? You're going to like this one. Uh, let's do the scores upon the doors. There's no doors. Beep, 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 There's no beep, beep, beep. doors. There's just ladders that's and mice, wrong. actually. that's the wrong show. Didn't I do Countdown, then? You did. Shall we start at the bottom, Sean, and move up? Yes. The first one this is... is...
1: Tin, Brother of Bronze, Godfather of Steel, Niece to Amethyst.
0: <laughs> Amethysts aren't metal. Get on with it. It is, isn't it? Amethyst. Is it Stone? Yes. I knew that. Sean, did you ever go to school? Sometimes.
1: Mm. Mm. Anyway, he's put absolutely effing aggravating poop. What? Posting a score, because I haven't for so long, but this takes the golden turd. It's so low, I probably could get better, but I can't bear to try.
0: 1,200 points he's got. That's all he's got, tin, mate. And he's also also got himself a ban from the podcast for not liking Mouser. I saw him at the club before lockdown. Well, give him a slap next time you see him, won't you? Oh, well. Mr. Berserker, 2,500. What happened there, Mr. Berserker? He's, yeah, he might not like it. I Maybe didn't
1: get he's berserk. And he's no correspondence. He
0: normally messes me a bit. Exploding pinball man, boom. 2,700. These are very low scores. Michael Vortman, at 4,100. Am I the only one not liking this? No, there's two. The controls, the ladders, the being trapped in the corners. No fun, but stress and should be avoided so shortly before Christmas. 4,100. Hard-earned points. No, no, no.
2: Mmm.
0: Obviously something wrong with you, Michael. Mmm. <laughs> Apart from nice biscuits. i oh, yes. have one in a minute. Yes, very nice person.
1: Groove Furniture. He started up his own business. It's called Groove Furnishings LLC. And he's going to furnish your grooves whether Ooh, that be no a, no a no, vinyl record no, no. or oh, t-molding yeah, yeah yeah or that yeah or t-molding a groove <laughs> was a in your one. cab oh asked, yes, yeah 6100 mark happy dude 8900 no thanks in high score table that's what he put <laughs> zestora 11100 paul McGaskey, 14k Martin Dedlock, 16,400. Finally got around to a few games of Mouser. Lots of room for improvement, but it's a start. I don't think he played anymore.
0: I got a feeling Video Tater got about 12,000 well. I think he, he posted a thing to me on Twitter. Maybe we got higher than that. He got about that 12,000, I think. Something like that. Don't forget right. Video Tater. He's a potato tater. who likes videos. <laughs> uh, Ross Ross, 18,400.
1: Have we where are we? Go yet. Sal Bug, twenty seven four. I didn't spend enough time with this one, but it seems quite fun, so I'll go back to it again
0: for sure. You should. Brian Haribo, thirty thousand seven hundred. The use of free classical music in the game lets you know exactly what you're in for. No, I don't agree with that. Please just get my score of fifty-three thousand and fifty on Uncle Pooh for this week's challenge. So they've done what I do when there's a rubbish game on and play a completely different game. You're not allowed to do that because mouse is brilliant. Uh, 30,700 anyway. One Punch Rob. has
1: scored. 31,500.
0: Basil the Sane. 35,800. Managed it to level four, and boy does it get hard. Level three, and my little git keep randomly dropping plants. Had me tearing my hair out, what little I have. Have bounced between loving and hating this one. Watch some videos, Basil. And when you learn how to play this game, you will love it. And I've got a little gift for everyone to give out at the end of the podcast, and it will make you love the game even more. (laughs) Spectron, 38,500. G.J. Harris, 41,600. He reckons the game is bobbins. Got to stage four, then lost me marbles on it. Those pesky mice and their boxes and bombs. Certain ladders you cannot get off, and you have to go all the way up. Only entry from me. We explained why you need to learn to use the ladders properly. Mr. Dunno, 43,500. He is Jimmy,
1: 48,100. Mark, what no gravy, 55,900. Stupid, stupid, arthritic cats, he's put. He's obviously getting caught on the ladders. ZX Michael,
0: 57,400. Majok, 58,000. Old Man Steve, 59,700. I didn't like Mouser at first. Why is the pink rat better animated than the cat? Ladders are easy to climb. When slightly to the right, stupid hate big on level five makes me swear. And me, I can't stop going back. Mm, see, it's addictive. Mister Messi sixty four six. P G P I can't P P G I D Z. Sixty nine thousand four hundred points. J Ping Ping sixty nine eight hundred. This
1: was pretty good. Gets tough once the flying squirrels start. I wonder if it's a flying squirrel. Oh, that's a hate beak. some Hoping for some tips on the podcast. Kitty Ping has made a high score t- trophy for us to play next year. Have to put a picture of that, that's good. Yeah. Have a great Christmas in 2021. Th-
0: Thanks, JP. Uh, my score's a lot higher than that, by the way. Uh, Neil, it? 20 to 5. He was 200 points below me. He's now a lot below me. He got 71,700. That pesky Loop 2 edition is an annoying wee beggar. He is. Ooh. So miss mine out, Sean. Ooh. A higher okay. points than that. Did you? I sent Uh, you a picture of it, so yeah, you should know this. Is it you not using the cheating, bomb? No, no, that wasn't, no.
1: Oh. Oh, So we have Retro Russ, 77,600. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouser. Great game, (laughs) Donkey Kong meets Mappy. Mm, Maybe. Fab colours and graphics with addictive gameplay. Posting this score as I won't get any more time to play it now.
0: So now it's me. I got 80,500 points. Oh. So I did quite okay. well there. Uh, so uh, up yours, Neil, 20 to 5. I got more than you by quite a lot. <laughs> 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 he was quite annoyed I was 200 points above him. Now I'm like 9,000 above him. Oops. And above me is, oh, he's done well, Drumsy. Uh, 93,600. He's really improved. Mm-hmm. Mr. Drums. Mr. Pilbo, 104,200. Some good scores here. Mr. Charlie Far not at the top. 106,900 points. Borrows a few things from Donkey Kong, steering obstacles down ladders and being able to jump to the side of enemies to get points. I did not know that. I didn't do so that. So you you can jump away from the enemies to get points, not over them. Ooh, that's interesting. Try that one out. Mm-hmm. One quick go, just got 100,000 points. Not as bad as some of the games Tronads has subjected me to during the Twitch streams. <laughs> right, this next
1: score from Bill Wellham, is beats the MAME world record Twin Galaxies. I can only find a MAME record in Twin Galaxies, which is 107,600, which is right. scored in 2018. Yeah, so, so there's score, like eight or
0: nine of us that have beaten the score. So this score of
1: 109,700 beats it. Oh, no, sorry, it's three people beating it, sorry. He loves it. He says, I'm still playing Mouser, but apparently I should be spending more time in my family. Maybe <laughs> just a few more goes,
0: but... That's ah, only Christmas. Don't worry about it. And above that is Rygar with 140,500 points, which is absolutely brilliant. But I'm going to do this, Sean. I'm going to tell the people who's won this. And it's the yeah. only time I think you've ever won since we've been doing it out for the people. Mr. Sean I Holly, years just a minute. Let, let, me get, let me get some pingers ready. Are you going to get some pings with this, son? Mr. Holly has beat the world record twice, doubled it. He has got 229,300 points.
2: A massive Ooh.
0: effort from the Holly there! Just a minute, golf clap.
1: Roar, roar. I got to, oh, I played oh, it so much, I was so addicted to it. Oh. I got to loop
0: three, stage four. And also, I told Mr. Holly to download Wolf Mame, which is the official Mame high score program, and record his game with an imp file with Wolf Mame. You can't pause it. You can't um, use cheats on it. It's very official. You can't do anything to cheat on it or do anything that will help your progress. So mm-hmm. Mr. Holly has recorded his 229,300 point game on Wolf Mame On Wolf Mame. He is in the process of getting it adjudicated. We're going to talk to some of our high school friends who know how to do this and we're going to get him a world record. On Twin Galaxies, twin galaxies. As, as I say, there's only there's
1: nothing on arcade. There's no ca- PCB record. There is just the main
0: record, which is what I've got. Yeah, because the PCB is so hard to find. But Mr. Holly
1: is now a world record holder, or he will be very, very soon. Two hundred and
0: twenty-nine thousand three hundred. Hurrah! That is. I should think so. I played it that much. Absolutely massive. I am so pleased you like this game because I really like it as well, and it's definitely. Well, we'll talk about how good it is in a minute, because we are fawning over this a bit, aren't we? makes a change <laughs> for me harumphing over something. I'm actually fawning over it. Supports so mm. and sequels, MSX got a version of it. Slightly different mm. layout and enemy attacks. Uh, looks pretty good for an 8-bit computer game, a bit easier on MSX as well. I'm, I'm going to play this on an emulator, because I, like I like the game anyway. I want to see what the little ver- different version of it's like. So that's the only version, as far as I know, on uh, a home computer or a home version. Uh, changes improvements. Now, we've got some ideas for this, Sean. I did put, at first, I put none. It's pretty good. And then I put actually dot, dot, dot. And I said, maybe a second button. This is this is pie in the sky bits. This is. this is maybe a second boost button. So if you've got a second button on your console, on your cab, uh, and it gives mm-hmm. you like a two-second speed boost, maybe one per level. So if you are getting pursued by something, you can use a speed boost. But once I learned how to control the blobs on level one, you don't need that. That is not needed at all. It would be pointless having actually having that. It's just my, it was my ineptitude at the time of doing it.
1: I would make the jumps off the platforms up a level more forgiving. But, but jump to the left or right. Jump to the right you have to get right to the yeah. end. Yes, yeah, and because, it's because, unfair further. It's the, different because of the weird animation on the cat. Sometimes his feet look like they are over the edge of the platform, but you've got another couple of frames before you move.
0: Yeah. So you can move it right to the edge and then jump.: It's definitely like, different from left to right, definitely. I mean, it should be the same. Yeah, mm. so make, it would make it a little it, wouldn't, it would make the game a little bit easier, I suppose, but it would make it fairer because you know, it's just, it's, it should be the same both sides. If you jump to the left, you should be able to jump a certain distance, and then jump to the right, it should be the same distance, not slightly less. Definitely do that one. And um, if you fell off, I would like it like Oh yeah, this is a
1: good one. You didn't die, you just landed. And you said like if you sort of stunned yourself for a bit as a as a punishment for falling.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you definitely. Didn't die, that'd be quite good. So if you landed on your backside or something, and you had like little stars around your head, and just make you vulnerable for like two seconds. So say there is a bomb near you and you're sort of like, you know, stunned for a second, it can still get you, but you shouldn't be killed for falling off, because it's always a pain in the backside. You fell down and you've got to go all the way back up again and, you know, possibly have to encounter more baddies and all this sort of stuff, it would be easier just to sort of, you know, make you stunned for a few seconds and then let you carry on your way. But yeah, it's a bit unfair doing that. It is a bit of a bore like that. Mm. Um, I've put the idiot blue mice can throw themselves off platforms and steps willy and indeed nilly, (sighs) and you can't. So that is a bit unfair that way around. And also the blobs can get off and, uh, yeah, they can get off and the blue mice can get off the long ladders and you can't. Which yeah. is, is, I think it's actually, when you get used to it, it's, it's not a problem, that. I think some people were having it, but the idea is you don't go up the ladders because a blob will come down on you because it's the way it's timed. You can't go up a ladder, really. But you can go down mm. quite easily. When the blobs are chasing you, it's quite easy to do that. So that's not too I, bad.
1: I would have extra lives. You get one extra live at 20,000 that we were playing. I don't know if yes. there's any more settings. I'd have another one at 60 and then one at every 60. So you'd have to get to, like... Hundred and twenty thousand to get three like three lives.
0: Strongly agree with you. Strongly yes. agree. Yeah, yes. yeah, and Especially for that thing I was talking about the marathon settings in the game, which we'll get onto soon. Also, I reckon you should have a timer in it, a visible timer, so you can point scab like in Donkey Kong. So when you're playing Donkey Kong properly, and you're really good at it, you'll do like loads of barrel jumps or jump on his foot on the, the rivet level or whatever. So the timers, you can see the timer going down. So what you would do is have a timer. When it hits zero, that's when the the mad aeroplane comes out. And it will come out, mm. say, every two seconds or every ten seconds, whatever, until you do the level. So it does actually hurry you up, and you can't stay on the level forever getting points, and it'll get faster and faster until it kills you. So that would be a good idea, because because point scabbard on this game is a tactic. If you're good enough to play the game and not get killed and you jump over stuff and... You know, grab the mice and not get killed, I think it should be rewarding to be able to do that because you don't get masses of points doing it. Mm. So I think that would be a good tactic to the game to make the game longer, especially if you're good at playing it. So I think that would be a, a, a better thing for it. I'd also rather than having those green hate beaks on the second, on you know after the first loop, and then obviously two after the third loop, I'd rather have plant pot throwers or bomb rollers added to the existing levels rather Hmm. than that type of a hate beak. Because that (laughs) nearly killed the game for me. But here's the thing I've been on about for everyone, right? And especially for me, actually, is I mentioned this, and our friend Porchy, who is a very talented person, went into the code of Mouser, and he removed the hate beak, the little bit of code. I think it's one bit he changed. So when Hmm. you finish the loop... On the next level, level five, we call it, you don't get a hate beak, and you'll never get one. But what happens also is the bonuses are reset. So when you do that level, you don't get 15,000 for it, and then 18, 21, 24, et cetera. Oh. You'll get 3, 6, 9, 12, 3, 6, 9, 12, all the way along. And this, I've called it the Marathon Mouser, or the, the Marathon version of the ROM. It is a cheaty thing. And I haven't used that for my 80,000-point score. I used the proper ROM. I've got both ROMs on my, my main setup now. And what I do is I play Mouser Marathon settings to relax myself, and I love it. I absolutely It's one of the best games in the world with that version. And I've put mm. that ROM available for download on the website so people can play it and play Mouser forever. And I've got over 200,000 points getting it, which is makes your score a real feat because you got 200,000 points with the hate beaks (laughs) i've only got 200,000 points without the hate beaks but i think i could probably get half a million on this without the hate beaks so it's it's a different version of the game but it has qualities different to this game the proper Mm. mouser is brilliant and mouser marathon for me especially is one step up because i can play it leisurely and I like, I think it's a relaxing game to play when those hate beats aren't there because I just could not, could not fathom 2-2 where you get the hate beat coming out. I just couldn't do it. Obviously, you've worked out and so a lot of other, other players have worked out and I could not work it out. So I'm playing Marathon Mouser and I absolutely love it. It's easily game of the year for me. Easily. Mm. Yes. Did the... Do the... Blue Mice and everything speed up, or does it just stay the same? Stay stays the same, because I think what it does, it resets it back to level one again. Right. The way Porch has done it, it's just reset it back, and you just play the game through and through and through. You're obviously going to get killed by making silly mistakes, but it's just mm. it's just marathon the game. You're just doing it over and over again, and you can play it in practice and point scab. And I absolutely love that version. So, yeah, that is really, really good. I love it.
1: Yeah, one of my, I think I would say one of my ad room improvements so i'd do is make the animation of the cat smoother because he looks like having a fits like he's jerky like <laughs> like a zombie cat
0: there he's, and he's that, running he's sort of like you know rambling along we'll let him off We'll let him off yeah so on that 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 rom that i've put on the website for people to get right it's i've already replaced the little bit in it so it's just the same name it's mouser.zip So if you Mm. put that in your MAME ROMs folder, it will overwrite the original Mouser. Mm. But you can also get Mouser C.zip, which is the same original game, but it's the Cosmos version. And you can put both of those in your MAME like I have, and I've called it Marathon Mouser and Original Mouser. So you can have both versions of the game in your MAME setup if you want to. So that's what I've been playing. I've been playing the original one for the, the, the score challenge and Marathon Mouser... Leisurely, and I absolutely love it like that, it's brilliant. Really likes it, Mm. but it does make the game very different. And you've obviously worked out how to do the hate peaks. Now, I was playing the other day when I got my 80,000 points, and I can get to level five without losing a life with, with my eyes closed. Basically, it's easy, I can get there easily every single time, but then I'll get killed over and over and over again trying to do that flipping level. And it, it was bugging me a bit, but with my marathon version, it doesn't happen. I just play it and play it and play it and love it and enjoy it. So it really yeah, works there's... for me that one. Hopefully, if people are playing this and like it, but get stuck on the hate beat, so few of our listeners were, they might enjoy this version a bit more.
1: There's three or four really difficult bits, and there one of them is on that level two where you've got a yeah, you've got to watch out for the. Bombs, the blocks, and the hate beak all on one level, all on one <laughs> It's horrible. One I, don't platform. Like it, and, and I don't like You've it, And again, I've got to jump as well.
0: <laughs> oh, don't like it. It's an anxiety dream. Ah, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> See, yeah, you would. It's, you just got to keep be aware of everything. Yeah. And when, it does get when busy, I'm, doesn't it? Yeah, when I'm tired, I can't play it. But when I'm sort of awake and alert, I, I can and I'm aware of everything. That's when I get the good scores.
0: Let, let's summarise this and do a little bit of a jingle first. I obviously enjoy immensely. This is a good platform game that has similarities to Donkey Kong, but not as deep. And I've put in bold here. I've changed my mind. I think this game is as good as Donkey Kong. I can hear Mm. people disagreeing with me. I don't care. For me... This game is as good as Donkey Kong. (laughs) It does, however, need to be played in a certain way for you to progress. I think a lot of people miss this. It's like Donkey Kong, right? When I first played Donkey Kong, I was getting 10,000 points. I learned how to play the game. I watched videos, watched people play it. Me and Alex were playing it together. We were sort of learning off each other when we did it years ago. And I can get, like, what was my top score on Donkey Kong? 238,000 on Donkey Kong? So I obviously got Mm -hmm. better at it and learned how to play it. Same with Donkey Kong Jr. and other games. You've got to play it in a certain way. And you've got to learn the rules of the game. And that's exactly the same with Mouser. And when you learn how to play this game, it's very rewarding. And I love it. I really love it. Easily, easily game of the year for me. And for me, definitely.
1: I started playing it. I thought, this is crap. Yeah, you're not into platform games that much, are you? I don't mind Normally. Like when I was younger, but i sort of gone off them. Well, yeah. they're all right. And I thought, I'll give it an hour like I always do. Then I thought, actually, it's all right. If you understand the mechanics, it's all right. And then that's what kept me coming back. I said, oh, you can steer the blobs. You know when the bombs are going to explode. Yeah. You know when the boxes are going to appear, all that kind of thing. And I grew to love it. And then I just played it so much. I just got so completely addicted to it. If it weren't for lockdown, I, just, I wouldn't be going into work. I'm bringing sick I can't play. I've I've, uh, I've got a mouse infestation or something. (laughs) A mouse infestation. It's a find of the year. This. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a masterpiece of game design. Little little janky bits. We get caught on corners and that. It's steadily getting harder, but it's rewarding each completed stage with a a bigger bonus. So you're yeah, that's a good thing,
0: isn't it? You get when you get to your level your scores are really massively increasing every time you do a level.
1: Yeah. You know, by
0: by like up to 20 or 30,000 points per level when you do a level. So that's really pushing you onwards, isn't it? I think if I did loop
1: three, stage four, which I very, very nearly did that run, I would have have got a 30,000 bonus. I would have been on 260,000.
0: Wow. So you've gone from not liking it to world record holder. <laughs> that is such an achievement. Well done, Sean. I've been this addicted to a game for
1: years. Honestly, I really, really love it. I'm thinking about playing it now. on recording.
0: <laughs> Can we just pause for a second and go and play uh... Mouse? Do you know what? I'll, I'll now. I sort of, I'm, on, I'm on holiday now, and I like sort of staying up at night and you know playing games and stuff. I might play Mouse night. I might go in the garage because I was even playing it on my horizontal pony. I've got all the horizontal games I like. But I've also got all the games we've ever played on the Tenpence Arcade podcast, because you can play vertical games in horizontal. And that machine's got two joysticks. So I can play, you know, Robotron and Rescue and those twin-stick games as well. But on the vertical one, I've just got games I like. And I've put Mouser on the vertical machine, both versions of it, because you get a full-on 28-inch vertical screen to play Mouser on, and it's such an experience playing on a big screen like that. It's lovely. It's really cool. I couldn't play it on a big screen. In the end, I think it was just
1: the scale of it. I, I, you probably used to
0: playing it so much on on your little you know, main PC version, whatever it is. You probably just in. got used to the you know the the yeah the size of the sprites and stuff like that.
1: And that octagonal stick that you got me for my fiftieth—that's been brilliant. This is perfect. You used that
0: to play it, not an actual four-way. You've been using octagonal. No, yeah, you've been <gasps> using that. It's, it's been brilliant. Wow. That's an even more of an achievement. I've been, I, I turned my stick that I use dedicated four way, and on the pony, it's got a servo stick so I can just switch it over with a little motor.
2: Mm. So I've been
0: playing it definitely on four way, but yeah, you definitely need well, I'd say you definitely need a four way, but you've been playing it on a, a dedicated eight way, really, haven't you? Yeah, but it's it, like it clicks it's into position, table. doesn't it? It clicks into, yeah, into the yeah, corners, you
1: get, yeah, you get the positions really good, and I think I'd. I tried it four way, and the cabin didn't do nowhere near
0: as well. Wow! But I just because I'm so used to that stick, I think now that's really good Sean. really good. So definitely a big, big, massive double treble. Th- I'm going to borrow we, someone else's thumb for a third thumbs up for me.
1: We love this game. We I do. know, I know, it may be a bit of a marmite for some people, but we absolutely love it. Yeah,
0: it's weird. We both agree on a game, isn't it? It doesn't it happen is. that it's often.
1: A bit, a bit weird that. I absolutely love it. So. Right, before we sign off for this year, kids... Yeah, end of it's, year party. Woo-woo! It's either the 23rd or 24th of December now when this is out. We don't know yet. It'll be the 23rd because I I've probably... Yeah, yeah, probably the 23rd, I thought. Oh, very nice. Let's announce the winner of the first behind Charlie Farr 10 Happens pence high year. score league challenge. Yep. And I've managed to quickly get this, the points in. And the, the winner of that esteemed award who will get a 10 pence t-shirt yes. is graham ten shearers oh well done graham 63 points charlie far got 79 graham tension he only played nine out of the 14 games oh he's still have been closer if he played points. more he didn't he didn't play this one. Oh, come on graham so well done mate oh i know uh, he, he contacts me via email so i'll email him ask him for his shirt size and i'll
0: post him out a 10 pence arcade t-shirt well done sir well done And as usual, well done to Charlie Far for being awesome himself.
1: Yeah, he's not played them all as well because I think he he was a bit ill. He had the the COVIDs and he didn't play. So glad he's feeling
0: better, though. So glad he's feeling better. He didn't
1: play for a couple of months, but Um. he's back.
0: He's back. Next
2: show's
0: game. Okay, Sean, next game. Right, this is one of yours.
1: Next show's game was well, going to be Campbell, to, Campbell Try, sorry, but there was a problem with the scoring, so we've changed it at the last minute. Now it's going to be Radical Radial. That's Radical Radio from, from Nichibutsu 1982. The ROM is Rad Rad, R A D R A D. Everything's default, three lives, difficulty not applicable, extra lives, it just says on. So go for it, kids.
0: Uh, you should submit your score in the new year. Two, uh, you can email the site vertvic at dot uk on Twitter, hashtag 10p score 10 pscore or Facebook as a comment on the podcast post. Uh, you can use the Sidekick app available for Apple and Android phones. Get that, it's really good. We use it a lot. UK mm. Vac on there, uh, telepathy, postal chicken, that sort of thing. You know, just get it anyhow to us yes and the deadline for score submissions is 19th of january 2021 5 p.m uk time please yes so have
1: a good christmas and new year as much as you can kids
0: yeah i hope you enjoy whatever holidays you you uh celebrate i hope you enjoy them have a good bit of time off like we're going to do play some more mouser you know you want to we're both going to do that and we will talk to you in the new year thanks for listening Goodbye, and have yes, a good one. Yes, thanks for listening, kids. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Bye! Bye! You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes, and leave feedback at www10 You can email me at vertvic at 10 You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at 10 and you can tweet Sean at Sean Holly. We'd love to hear from you, for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered.